Do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. Just feel the flow. <laughs> feel the wave. And I went to Fear Farm last week. How was it? Is it even open? I don't know. It was open yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fear Farm's it, open. Oh, west? Yeah, just right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. down by like the 10 or something? No, that's that's 13th floor. Oh. I think that's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're oh, right. no. 13th floor's off the 17. Um, What's down by the 10 then? It could be Fear Farm. It's, it's off of like glendale in the 101 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess that's not quite the 10 i guess but i can yeah, see I pa- the 10 from there i guess yeah, yeah i passed it the other day and i was like oh shoot there's i didn't, I didn't think it was open yet it's during the mm-hmm. day though it yeah like it, they're still setting up it opens at like end of september oh really um oh. i guess that makes sense it's but, it's my favorite haunted attraction place to go to i love them so much they're did, always so good did they give you the grab of ghouls no there was no grab a ghoul although i went with my good friends skylar and shelby and in the very last haunted house we went into, there were a bunch of people yelling about getting into a barrel to save themselves from the apocalypse. And Skylar stopped us and asked the actors, unironically, with drop all the acting shit, can I get in this barrel right now? And they were like, yeah. And he got in the barrel. And uh, we heard cheers all around. It was beautiful. That's a sad story. It was beautiful. Feels like a bunch of sad people doing sad things. Oh, it was definitely like a bunch of college-aged people being like these high schoolers are having fun let's uh, have fun i mean all right i'm into it yeah all, all the actors there were super young this year it was kind of weird well they i'm sure pay in shekels <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's less than money <laughs> crypto uh, they pay in dogecoin depends when um but it, it's super nice i always love going there it's, it's great every year uh, four haunted houses and a corn maze for forty bucks. It's really good, really good value, given that thirteenth floor is like thirty bucks for one one haunted house. <laughs> a corn maze. How'd you get sold? Maze, maze, double maze. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> double maze all the way. Uh, I got maze for days, motherfucker. <laughs> but Shelby, the whole time we were running through this corn maze, she was just yelling about Valley Fever. Is that how you get Valley Fever? Oh. <laughs> and she was, I caught the fever. Convinced she caught Valley Fever by the end of it. Uh, also, I mean, what's her fever levels like? What's her maze levels? <laughs> Amazing. Ooh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but so I'm into it. I'm like oddly good at corn mazes. That's not a thing. If you just <laughs> eat your way through, that doesn't count. Yes, it does. I got through it. Oh, okay. Uh, but we. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the, the the best option when you're stuck in a maze that you can walk through the walls is just to keep walking. Yeah, but um, don't stop. We walked into the maze and I was like, "One of you guys should go first because you're not gonna have fun if I do it." But they were both like scared and they're like, "You go." It's supposed to be like 20 minutes long. We got through it in five. That sounds because I just fucking <laughs> zoomed through. I kept trying to like jump into the corn and like leave them and shit, and they were too fast. What's the uh, what's the secret to corn? You gotta like match one side, or is it like you gotta be taller game? than it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it 
turns out I was just more than four feet tall and they didn't <laughs> shuck for shit this year. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scarapy. That's pretty good. I just like to yell at. <laughs> you just, you gotta be faster. No. I say it in a mumble. That's true. Nobody Ladies and gentlemen, you. welcome to another episode of Scarapy. What? I'm your Scarapist. The corn master himself. <laughs> <laughs> what corn razor? Is that the is that the corn version of Hellraiser? The maze. He's, he's on a co he's on a cob. <laughs> Just got a bunch of pins a sticking bunch out of him. A bunch of pinheads and a corn <laughs> corn razor. That should be a shit movie. Son of a bitch, add him to the lore. That's right. Corn still, razor. Still all food themed. Oh well, obviously it's my favorite thing. I just ate half a hot and spicy before we started recording. Such an odd quantity of hot and spicy. Yeah, I feel like that's not a thing you're supposed to do. Was it hot or spicy? It was hot and icy, so it was cold and depressing. Yeah, gotcha. That sounds about right. <laughs> Somehow, full sandwich. They but... stuck Altoids in it. That's the icy part. Oh, I'd rather have icy hot for the mayo. Oh my god! Please kill yourself. Yes, sir. Can do. But yeah, we've said the intro twice. Uh huh. Hello. We're doing great. Um, I am your scarapist, Stu Mocker. Joined with me, as always, is Billy Loomis. You just double-spoiled the movie. There's characters. Yeah. Now You're I've right. spoiled the movie. This movie came out in 96, I'm sorry. So you have to spoiler say spoiler alert before every <laughs> sentence. Um, ladies and gentlemen. It's time. It's, it's time. time. It's, it's scream time. time. <laughs> you know how fucking excited I am? This guy... Well, to preface, he watched this movie about four times since we decided what it was going to be. Four times in the week that we've decided we were reviewing Scream. I uh, had to work and have not watched this movie in a while, so let's see if I remember what happens. Spoiler, that happens a lot. Uh, no, I watch the movie every week. There was one time. There's only, this is only the second time I've not been able to watch What was movie. the first movie? I don't know. I googled it. Was I'm it Nightmare on Elm Street? No, I definitely watched that because that's a good movie. I think it was Morbius. No, you definitely watched that. Oh, God, and if so not, bad. I bought it on DVD for you. It's, oh, it's in God. our studio. So you think I know how? To, you think there's anything in my house that plays the DVD? Yeah, that's plugged in. Okay. All right. Then. <laughs> there's and an you, Xbox in your closet. You saw the old Xbox. I don't know why that's still here. It just never got thrown away. Wait, your computer would play it? It doesn't. I've tried playing a DVD. Oh my God! It doesn't have a DVD re reader. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> I have an Xbox that doesn't have a disc reader, so or it's just good. No, it's the new one. Oh, yeah, they don't have the... Yeah, the new ones are all digital. Yeah. I haven't turned that on since I bought it. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Uh, no, a weird flex is I can't because I don't have... Technology in me is weird because I... Like, my big thing is I hate taking my keys out of my pocket. Yeah. So I have to have like, a touch start car. I don't fucking take my keys out of my pocket to open my front door. If I have to put a DVD into a fucking DVD player to watch something, I'd rather chop my dick off. But you make me pay $4 to rent these garbage movies at the same time. Also hate it. Yeah. I mean, you could have also watched it on Paramount for free. Do I have Paramount? I don't fucking know. I also don't know, so obviously I couldn't have. Well, I don't use your Paramount, so I then don't you know don't if you have, have it. Because <laughs> you have my shit. <laughs> I have Paramount. Why the fuck don't I? <laughs> um... Yes, this is the screamiest of scream corners. Um, this will be one big moan corner for me. Yes. 
I'm surprised he hasn't been screaming the entire. There might the background of this should just be. So, so I showed up in full scream costume to Zach's tonight. I was thought you were recording it. No, um, it was it's too embarrassing it's even just, for you. It's just a bit for you. Oh, but yeah, showed up full full Ghostface attire. I'm uh, wearing my Ice Nine Kills silver scream collab shirt. Um, I'm ready to get screamy. Yeah, this movie's good. It is good. I, I didn't hate it, that's for sure. I thought I would, because I, I avoided Scream for a really long time. But I didn't understand that it's just pure satire. Mm-hmm. It's like watching One Punch Man for you anime folk. No idea. It's uh, it's The whole thing is just making fun of anime. And I watched oh, it the, it's satire? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I watched it the first time, and I was like, this is stupid. It's just over the top. And I watched it again once I realized what it was. Because I only watched like, the first episode. And I, once I realized, there's somebody told me, it was like, oh, the whole thing's just making fun of it. So I started looking for, like, common tropes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, they literally just shit on everything they've ever played. It's bananas funny. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Because the whole thing's like, there's no power creep. He's just the strongest. He literally one punches. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get more into this, because this is the best bit of the show that I remember. It's been a while since I watched it. Somebody's like, train me. How do you do this? And he's like, I do 100 push-ups every day. And he's like, that's it? That's all you do? Yeah, I've heard that. It's just a goo. He's just the strongest. Well, anime breaks aside. Yeah? Scream. Came out December 20th, 1996. Didn't even come out in October? Mm-hmm. I just learned uh, after doing some research of the eight minutes I had to look it up... <laughs> I didn't know it was based off, like, loosely based on a true story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gainesville I... Slasher or something? Yes. Yeah. Um, based on that, also, obviously, the the classic movie, When a Stranger Calls. Um, the same oh. kind of phone call killer concept. Yeah, I guess I didn't... Uh, it's, man, that's been a... I think I've only seen that movie once a long time ago. I didn't know there were sequels. I, had, I just found out there were sequels. <laughs> or at least I think there are. It might be something else, but I'm pretty sure there's sequels. Are you thinking of The Stranger's? Don't watch that. Uh, watch the first one. Don't watch the second yeah, one. Yeah, that's fair. Marshmallow Head's pretty good in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was, a, that was a brief pause. Quite the pause for nothing. Uh, Scream has a runtime of an hour and 40 minutes. Um, an hour and 51 minutes with credits, but Whoa. fuck that. Uh, <laughs> and you know, every who is the best boy in this? Oh, it's Matt Lillard every Always, time. That's true. Every that's, time. He doesn't have to be in the movie. That's just the answer. Um, I've heard that guy is the best person in the world. I get a bunch of TikToks of him at conventions. Oh, yeah. And he's just the funniest person. He's just super nice. He's just doubt it. He'll, he will seem like sign anything and everything. He is shaggy. And, yeah, he'll just play along to anything. He's just about it. He's just happy to be famous. Get him on the show. Uh, you know what? 40 bucks, he'd probably do it. I'll give him 20. And if 20. we get Skeet Ulrich, we'll give him another 20. Who? He's the guy that played Billy. The guy's dead? Plays Billy. He's dead. No, he's not. Pretty sure that guy died. I think so. Alright, live, live All right, bet. Let's go to Google. Google it. I'm betting 20 bucks says that guy died. I'm betting 22. What was his name? Exactly. Alright. Skeet Ulrich is his name. He is still alive. I don't think so. Yes, he is. I don't think he is. He is. I don't think so. He, he was in the scream this year. The scream? That was him. I thought it was a different guy. No, it's him. Oh, I, he just looks why did like I think an adult that guy now. Died? 
Somebody told me he died. Nope. Oh, I didn't know he was in Riverdale. Do what now? He he was in Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, I've never watched Riverdale, but actor killed by celebrity death hoax. Mm. Oh, so apparently that's the thing. Huh. That happens a lot, yeah. I had no idea. Well, well, top result. Good thing you didn't bet anything, because I would have lost $20 that I wouldn't have paid you. I bet $22. That's fine. Um, top related result is, is Skeet in the new Scream? And I'm not going to answer that. Exactly. Um, Zach, what is the Rotten Tomatoes rating of Scream? 97. Switch those numbers around, and you're right. It's 79. That's what I said. Sorry, I'm illiterate. Thanks for pointing out my issues. That'd be dyslexic. It's the same thing. No, I'm it's not. I'm also stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Smart enough to pull that one off. It had a budget of $15 million, and at the box office, it got $173 million. Wow. You know, one thing I didn't realize on this was, like, Slasher was obviously super popular, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, the, came, for some reason I thought it was, like, early 90s, like, 90, 89, 90, like, right at the... Not the top of it, but Slasher still being pretty prevalent. Excuse yeah, me, but and like, this was like at the end of Slasher's, like everyone was over it. Yeah, and that's and the that's why it was the, made. Yeah. You know, like every the the market was just oversaturated with Slasher. Right, like people didn't like them anymore, and so it wasn't the unique thing. It was just like, hey, how do we understand what we are? That's and it, all they did essentially what what the director Wes Craven, the the goat, the legend, um, did was he made a movie that uh, was going to kill the slasher genre. But it ended up doing the opposite. Save the world. <laughs> you know, the series is fantastic. Uh, what is it? Three? Three's probably like the Three, worst Three's one. the worst. Uh, and even that's... It's not the worst movie out, out there. It's not... A, it's I, not a total piece of shit, but it's not great. I've got it on VHS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> unfortunate. I want all of them on VHS. It's unfortunate that the new one's not on VHS. Take my think. keys out of my pocket. Not okay. Gonna do it. Uh, that's just gonna be my. If, if I'm not gonna deal with it, that's just gonna be my my catch. My catchphrase is "Don't make me take my keys out of my pocket." I'm glad a year in you found your catchphrase. Uh, like eight months in. Yeah. Right. Found my catch. I don't think so. Um. I, that'll be my catchphrase. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> Who's Tim? That's uh, the catchphrase from uh, Tool Time. That uh, what was that show? Is all improvement? Time. Yes, yeah, the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tim Allen. I that was you. what Al said. So, uh, it was directed by Wes Craven, who also directed, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. What? Hills Have Eyes, 1977. Um, oh, I didn't know that was him. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think I've seen that with the original. Yeah, uh, but obviously best known for Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, he does make a cameo as Freddy Krueger in Scream. Is that um, him? Yeah. I, I remember watching it the first time. I was like, is that fucking Wes Craven? Mm-hmm. His name is Fred and everything. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. And he's a janitor. He's a school oh, janitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I, I, I remember specifically... Well, because he, he's obviously him. He's got the sweater and the hat mm-hmm. on. But I remember because he's, he's so young, especially because I had, had no idea who he was until more recent times, what mm-hmm. he looked like, I should say. Wasn't he... Uh, I'm pretty sure he was also... Yeah, he was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> they were doing like a mock of Scream. And oh, yeah. He's on set there, too, but he's so much older. That's the only reason I recognized him. I was like, oh, it's a fucking guy. I know that guy. Um, starring cast. This is a long one for the starring oh cast. Oh, my God. Everybody. Uh, banger so, on banger on banger. Nev Campbell. Uh, famous for Scream and Scream Alone, pretty much. Courtney Cox. 
who is you know the friendiest Courtney Cox. Um, David Arquette, who is the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He was. <laughs> and he'll be once again. You know, he actually he still wrestles. What? Yeah, and in like indies. That is bananas. <laughs> uh, Skeet Ulrich, Drew Barrymore, who was popping when this came out. Drew Barrymore is eight seconds a movie. Matthew Lillard. Was he even famous at this point? I don't think so. I don't... I mean, he, I would say he didn't get real famous until recently for some reason. No. He, I mean, hey, he was famous. Scooby-Doo. Live-action Scooby-Doo. Yeah, but it was once the memes hit. Yeah. That's when he, like, he became a household name. Because like, he's been around forever. I- iconic in this movie. Like... I, I mean, I've got a shirt with his face I on it. I fucking know it, and I hate the goddamn <laughs> I couldn't shirt. find it, or I would have worn it today. <laughs> you have nine shirts. I don't know what you do. I'm still wearing a Scream shirt, so it's You okay. are. I mean, to be fair, you probably have like a billion shirts at your house, all in a pile somewhere. I hang my shirts. Thank you very much. I don't believe you. Then you could find it. <laughs> the problem is they're all black. Uh, Rose McCowan. Oh, I forgot she was in the first one. Mm-hmm. She's Tatum. She is. She's also... I think she's most well-known for Charmed. I could be wrong. That would be... And dating Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, that that whole bit. Oh yeah, yeah, that didn't go well. Uh, yeah, I mean, Charmed. No, also, you know what though? In the nineties, I liked Charmed. It wasn't oh, yeah. a good show, but it was a fun. When show. When I was little, I liked it. Yeah, it was like it was like Buffy and Angel and Charmed. Like those were your sci-fi shows. Also, she is known in my mind for looking like the most Tim Burton real life person ever. A hundred percent. And uh, Jamie Kennedy. And I wrote Drew Barrymore twice on here. <laughs> you know, the, that's great because she's in it once, <laughs> very briefly. And the plot. Uh, Hit me. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. That's a good description. I like it. It's probably the like not only apt, but good. Like, if I read that and that only, I'd be like, I want to watch that. Yeah, that's like what, that what, what's on the front of the DVD when you go and yeah. when you go to Blockbuster Video. <laughs> the only thing I went there for was Bunch of Crunch, because you couldn't buy it in stores. You like Crunch? Bunch of Crunch? Bunch of Crunch is banging. Can't do it. Really? Just chocolate and Crunch. I don't like Crunch. You don't like Crunch? I don't like Crunch. What does that mean? <laughs> you don't like cereal? I like some cereal. I like Fruity Pebbles. They have the least crunch. All right, I get it. <laughs> so no no crunchy foods for you, huh? I like crunchy food. I just don't like the crunch um, candy. It's just chocolate. <laughs> I don't even know what the... It's Rice Krispies, Rice Krispies right? yeah. yeah. Not a fan. Huh. Well, I mean, you do everything else wrong. What, what else... What else do I expect? Shut up, mayo raisin sandwich. You try it, then you can make fun of me. No! Then you have no rights. Alright, you eat a frozen corn dog and we'll talk. Done. (laughs) Every corn dog you've ever eaten is fucking frozen. (laughs) You go to the the fucking Arizona State Fair and get a corn dog, it's frozen. Nah, dude, you go to to a Slipknot show, the last two times I've been there, they have a corn dog truck, make a foot-long corn dog. Oh my god. I'd eat that. It's so good. It's the What was the uh, Cooperstown? What was it? The unit? Oh the big my unit? god. I'm so sad I never got it. It was the best hot dog I've ever had. It was a foot long of destroy your intestines and anal rape, anal disease. And the like, one the one time we went there, I actually liked it. Yeah, it was actually a good restaurant. I don't know why they clo- Well, I think COVID killed it. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't didn't have the legs to stand on at the time. 
get into the questions, huh? Question me. I'm told I've already lost listeners on my hatred. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite scary movie? Scream? Is that <laughs> the answer you want? No. Um, I'm still on the art hype right now, for sure. But if I'm going to pick something like long-term, Nightmare, it's always going to hold up to me. That's one I'm always going to enjoy. Like that's I, I won't often go to a scary movie unless I like am in the zone for it. Mm-hmm. But if I see Nightmare, I'm like, I'd watch that right now. Pretty much at all times. The original? Oh, yeah. Okay. One or three. I like Dream Warriors a lot. I, I like think Dream a, Warriors, too. It's a great movie. There's also um, the band that made the title track Dream Warriors, Dokken. It's a bad oh, song. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, MC Chris has a really good song, too, with yeah. Dream Warriors. It's yeah. really good. That whole album he did about it, horror was yeah, really good. That's the, the skits are a little meh on that if you're a big MC Chris fan, but the songs are actually banging. I like the skits. I do for the most part. I think a lot of them are funny because they get into this really deep universe. <laughs> yeah, that... him and Freddy Krueger share an apartment. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it eventually gets good, but I get like a lot of his other skits on other albums are like super in depth. Yeah. You had to know what the fuck they're talking about. The, and that one's pretty secluded. They're funny, but like not my favorite. Don't listen to MC Chris. You should. MC Chris is great. Well, he just uh, he stopped tour. He did a lot, his last tour. Oh, really? Yeah, he's done. I guess because mm, no one went. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I saw him in Vegas once, and then I saw him at a... Yeah, saw him here. I saw him at a Wendy's on the way down here, because we were both driving to Phoenix together. That's amazing. It was great. I didn't talk to him. Oh. Uh, next question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Name the killer in Halloween. Are you just asking me? It's Michael Myers. And we just watched it. And name the killer in Friday the 13th. Oh, no. Ah! What's her name? Mrs. I don't know her first name. Pamela. Pamela. For some reason, I want to say Veronica. And that's... I know it's the trick question, and I still yep. almost hit it. You see? I I just really wanted to give the, the questions that the killer gives to Casey Becker. That's fair. Um, and also, viewer question from Tatum. Um, the street or the person? The street. Oh. It was a person on the street. It was really weird. Oh. It was, like, a... it was like Billy on the street. Oh, that's a great show. But a prostitute the same thing so billy on the street yeah, yeah that's billy <laughs> for on the a street. dollar for a dollar would you sleep with paul rudd oh that's you <laughs> i fucking love billy eichner dude billy eichner is the man best part of american horror story now uh to before you answer your ask your question uh there's a really good meme i guess or story of billy eichner before he got famous where he worked at like red lobster or something uh-huh and his reactions to things were just so over the top I guess he was just an asshole to people for asking like simple questions like stuff you shouldn't ask like do you have lobster at Red Lobster I can't remember the restaurant that it was at but he would just I guess flip out on people about it for no reason and all of the waiter all the wait staff just thought it was the best thing in the world that's incredible I love that so much um so, a question from Tatum. Yeah. Why did it take us so long to review Scream if Trevor is so damn obsessed with it? Because I hate him. Um, so, our original plan, to, to not have a funny answer, Uh-oh. our original plan was to do every Scream um, in the month of October. Screamtober. And then we tried to do... We realized sequels are the worst because yeah, nobody fucking listened. We, we did our reboot month and we were like, oh, we're not doing that shit. Not only did we hate it, everyone else hated Everybody it. Everybody hated nobody it. Nobody enjoyed that month, so... So, congrats. So, yeah, it was originally going to be Screamtober. 
Um, it is still Screamtober, but just with this one. Yes. And, we were uh, going to do all the movies and the show. Mm-hmm. Thank Which, God I didn't have to watch the third season. If you ha- don't watch the third season, we wouldn't have even reviewed it. Or watch the first or second no, season. No, watch the first two seasons. It's really good. first one's okay. No, the first two are fucking incredible. The second one is mediocre. Love that best. goddamn show. I love that show. I know. It's my favorite show of all time. That's pathetic. Yeah. Uh, Hannibal's a better show than that. And that show is like 7 out of 10. Dahmer. Dahmer was great. Finally finished it. Oh, man. Real good. Bagger. The deaf episode? That, oh, my God. That hits you. I mean, as someone... You fuck who you are. As someone with very bad hearing problems, who will probably be deaf at some point in his life... Sooner than later, if I have my way. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that shit. Oh, that sucked. Um, B.A. Nanas. Evan Peters, man. Also, the guy that played his dad. I thought it was Peter Evans. No, you're just a fucking idiot. Sounds right. <laughs> Noted. Uh-huh. Uh, but Can't argue that. Like, I think Evan Peters doing so well really overshadowed how good the guy that plays his dad is. His Like, there's some scenes that it's just the dad, like, breaking down are some of the best acting scenes I've ever seen. Oh, really good. He's a, I mean, he's a famous actor, too. Mm-hmm. I could not tell you the guy's name, but he's been in he, acting forever. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that show was done just insanely well from mm. start to finish. They put some love into that show, um, for such a terrible fucking person. Yeah. Now Evan Peters needs to stop playing serial killers. Please. No, he does not. <laughs> Somebody check on him every now and then, but he's fine. <laughs> just do what he's doing. I need him to just be Quicksilver. You know what? Not he a fan. Fine. Really? I don't like those X Men movies. I think they're bad. First, I agree. all of them I thought were bad. Even that first class was mediocre. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, like he was great. This first intro was good when they did the first one. Mm-hmm. Was that I think the sequel, Days of Future's so. Past? I think was yeah. his intro. But then they did it again. And it was just the same bit. I was like, really? This is what you're gonna do? He's really fast. <laughs> He's the fastiest. Um, but some famous quotes from Scream. So obviously, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, goes without saying. <laughs> nothing? You got nothing for I'm waiting that? on you. Um, it's all one great big movie. It's a quote from Billy. Which, uh... When is that? When does he say that? Oh my god. Why am I... Probably when murder is happening. Why did I just blank on that? I don't know. We'll get to it. Great. Uh, Can't wait. Intro scene, Casey Becker, what do you want, Ghostface, to see what your insides look like? Um, that whole first scene... that Menacing is fun. Oh, so good. Uh, it's a then, great intro into the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you'd think it would like taper off and you're just not feeling it. The whole movie is solid, pretty much start to finish. Yeah, and there's there's lulls, because you yeah. got to do character building. Right. Now, you know what? This might be a shit take that people don't like. Jamie Kennedy, man. I, I hated his character. Really? Yeah, I was so glad when he died eventually. Yeah, he dies in Scream 2. But... Yeah, exactly. Really? Spoilers. You don't like him? No, I thought the character was so bad. That's crazy. Wow. I don't like Jamie Kennedy to start, and I do not think he add... He... Not, that's not true. He did add a lot to the... Uh, 
mockumentation of all of these movies, just mm-hmm. telling you exactly what's going to happen, which was great. But I just thought he was annoying and terrible, which is part of it. I get it. but For some reason, when I look at him, I just hear the offspring. I just hear, gotta keep them separated. <laughs> no matter what. I don't know why. I but. just think of uh, Tremors, because he was in one of the Tremors movies. Never think seen was, him. Oh, first two are good. First one is good. It's got Reva McIntyre. Who the fuck that is? That's fine. It's got Kevin Bacon? I cut loose. Baconing. The re-baconing. Um, also, uh-huh. another quote. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. No, no, no. <laughs> movies don't create what? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Psychos. Psychos. Uh, psychos. I yawned like right before I started that. I think you had an epileptic seizure. <laughs> You're just throwing strobe lights in my face. Well, I had the strobe light. What are we going to do? Not turn it on? And Zach, what are the rules of horror in Scream? Kill everybody, don't die, and then kill everybody. Number one, uh-huh. you can never have sex. That's true. Uh, number two, you can never drink or do drugs. See. And number three, uh-huh. never, ever under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because uh-huh. you won't be right back. You motherfucker, you're going to die. <laughs> um, very, very basic rules. I feel I like, like the it. only one that doesn't hold up now is the... Drink or drugs? I feel like, you know, they've had some drinks. Hero or heroines. Not in the Scream universe, maybe, but in general horror movies. Oh, yeah. But But the rest still hold up pretty well. Yeah, I mean... Do not say you're going anywhere. So you'll be right back. Sex, everybody dies. Oh, yeah. Um, It's the sin factor, as Jamie Kennedy says. Uh Uh-huh. But let's get into this fucking movie, huh? Eh, We've been recording for 30 minutes. I guess we can talk about it. So, our opening scene. Damn. You got cereal for a minute. I saw your face drop. <laughs> Hot. High school student Casey Becker is home alone when she receives <gasps> a phone call from an unknown person. Uh, starts by, hello? Who's this? Hello? Who are you trying to reach? I don't know. What number did you call? I don't know. Bye. Bye. Uh, call Th- back. This is before cell phones were a real thing. Yeah, it's like landlines or Nokia bricks, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, call back. Why don't you want to talk to me? Because I don't, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Pretty reasonable. Um, throughout this, it's very basic. Um, this this guy is like flirting with her over the phone. Like, you, you got a boyfriend? Like, I just want to talk to you. It's like um, weird, creepy, generic banter. You like scary movies? <gasps> Love scary movies. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Scream. No. <laughs> um, Casey Becker replies her favorite scary movie is Halloween. Uh, you know, the guy with the white mask and the knife that stalks and kills babysitters? Oh, weird. <laughs> uh, what a totally random happenstance. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the man on the phone replies, Oh, I liked that one. It was scary. Ashbrooksville. Um, then they talk about what his favorite scary movie is, where it eventually ends up being Nightmare on Elm Street. With the guy with knives for fingers. Of course, because who wrote that fucking movie? Wes Craven. No. I don't think he wrote it. No, I was going <laughs> to... I guess somebody else. Uh, oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's getting cut. <laughs> that fucking hurt. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then, you know, he, he asks for her name again. And she goes, why do you want to know my name so bad? And he says, because I want to know who I'm looking at. And then there's a, a dramatic pause. It's like a, that one, like, I, I imagine watching that in the theaters and, like, oh, I didn't get that. And then mm-hmm. getting it, like, two seconds later, it's like, oh. Yeah, because you... Shit's you, about to get fucked up. No music. You see her eyes widen and she turns and then she goes, what'd you just say? And he says, I want to know who I'm talking to. She so goes, good. That's not what you said. And he goes, what do you think I said? Yeah, huh? And just the the tension builds right away from there, and she she just keeps hanging up on him after this. He keeps calling back, saying, um, you know, "Don't hang up on me. He wouldn't like me when I'm angry." Uh, and then he turned into the Hulk. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, this the Skulk. That's a uh, that's already a thing. Is it? Yeah, that's the uh, Hulk Solomon Grundy crossover. <laughs> he was born on him angry. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, that's what got you. And two so, half pun, two yeah. half mottos. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah. So she goes to hang up on him, and he's like, "Wait, I thought we were gonna go out." And she says, "I don't think so," and locks the back door, hangs up, calls back, and he he says, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Essentially, I'm I'm paraphrasing here because I want to get to the good shit. Yeah, yeah. This and, is. T- the first eight seconds yeah. of the movie still. And she, she starts yelling, my boyfriend's going to be here any minute. Uh, fuck off. She hangs up again, calls back and says, listen, if you don't, to which we get a very stern, fast reply, no, you listen, you little bitch. If you hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish, that's, understand? That's where you get like the first glimpse of the voice, too. Mm-hmm. The uh, ghost face voice. The rasp. He's got that rasp. Yeah, I, I I used to be able to do a very good ghost face. Now it's just turned to this. So smoke face. Yeah, <laughs> ghost face got a twenty day habit, twenty pack a day habit. I sound like Emma Stone. Is that what Emma Stone sounds like? She sounds like she smokes a lot. Oh, all right. Um, I went to middle school with her. Did you? I did what? What? <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know her. <laughs> my knowledge i might have i don't know who the fuck remembers sixth grade that's not middle school that's middle that's middle school that was our middle school what the fuck our middle school was six seven eight i'm pretty sure huh or maybe it was the end of elementary then i can't remember which one started where it doesn't really matter (laughs) i don't remember i don't remember those years um so She's yelling, you know, my boyfriend's going to be here any minute. He's big and he plays football and he's going to kick the shit out of you. To which she replies, I'm so scared. Uh, turn on your porch light. And there's actually a, a really that. a really good moment uh, because she does this originally right after he says, I want to know who I'm looking at. Um, and then she turns the porch light off. And then when he says, he, he tells her to look outside, he goes, turn on your porch light again. Uh-huh. And it's just ah, uh, it's just so subtle. Like at that point you're not focusing on that. You want to see her turn the light on and it's just mm, it's spice. The the detail of this conversation is terribly frightening and disgusting. Um and I loves it. Turns the the light on and we see her boyfriend Steve Orth who is just a football man wearing his varsity jacket and all. General uh, Steve inning. He is bound and gagged outside on her patio. 
And then the killer starts demanding that she asks questions or she answers questions about horror films. Speed test. Movie trivia. Uh, starts with who's the uh, who's the killer in Michael in Halloween in Michael Myers yeah, yeah. who's the killer in, in Michael Myers the Jack Lantern <laughs> yes the witch um, so the who's the killer in Halloween she goes I don't know and he says it's your favorite movie <laughs> you're the worst at this she says Michael and unfortunately there's too many people I've met that that's just like a thing it's like oh I love these mm-hmm. oh yeah what's your favorite part about it I've never seen it. Go fuck yourself. What do you mean? Yeah. You can't say that. Nothing about what you said is okay. <laughs> and then I fucking killed a guy. You did what? Don't worry about it. Why are you asking questions? Um, then he asks, who's, <laughs> who's the killer in Friday the 13th? To which she replies, Jason. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. She says, I've seen that movie 20 goddamn times. Uh, and he snaps back, well, if you've seen it so many times, you would know that Pamela Voorhees is the original killer. Damn! And then we we get off-screen slashing and squelching as Casey's looking outside, and then we see uh, Steve Ortho has been gutted. It trails on the it fucking is floor. not subtle. Um, and then it, like, for a movie, that's your first kill. They're like, hey... This is uh, better buckle the fuck up. Yeah, this is this got aggressive quickly. <laughs> like it's almost like it's not terrifier levels of gore, but it's close in. No, but especially for the time, nineties where they were like, you know what? We'll give him a little bit of blood. This isn't you know hostile. And he's like, oh no, this is fucking hostile. <laughs> and then he asks her, uh, "What door am I at?" Good. Good question. And she refuses something to answer. I, something I would want to know. <laughs> she just, I don't, I don't want to play anymore. Please leave me alone. And then a fucking chair gets thrown through her back window. Yeeted. And she just sprints away. Um, all the while, she's got a jiffy pop going on the stove. <laughs> I forgot about the jiffy. And it pop. has started to burn and smoke up her house. And this is one of my favorite things about this movie. It does um, time. Uh, time management is not the term, but like everything is happening it's in, in, time. in a logical time. Yeah, it's it's real time. It's mm-hmm. not. Oh, I've been running for thirty minutes and they just pan away. Yeah, and it's like this seconds. this Jiffy Pop has been on this stove for five minutes. It's just caught fire. Like like, like they one shotted this scene and it just worked out so mm-hmm. perfectly. And they do it throughout the whole movie. Yeah, throughout most screams. Um, and I I'm so sad about that popcorn though, because a good bag of popcorn. Oh man, you get a good microwave popcorn. Any popcorn doesn't matter. I tried Jiffy Pop. Not a fan. I guess I wouldn't know, but popcorn in general. I do love popcorn. Give me a Harkins popcorn any day of the week. I mean, my favorite is uh, just like a lightly salted popcorn, no butter. I just want popcorn and nothing. A little <laughs> bit of salt. Ah, uh, dude, more salt the better. No, I'm not a salt guy. And I'm like, oh, movie theater butter makes me want to hurl. No, it makes me want to die. It is so gross. Well, it looks like die. pure oil. Yeah, that's fine. It, it is oil. Want... I know. That's why it's so fucking gross. <laughs> it's just oil. Eat your fucking calories, I guess. Shut up, bread boy. I love bread. That's carbs. Carbs don't count as calories. Bread makes you fat. <laughs> yeah, fucking suck on it. <laughs> Suck on what? Bread. 
My baguette, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so Casey eventually gets her way outside, and she's on, like, her side porch. Uh, like, this house is fantastical, by the way. It's like a swanky, like, out-of-the-city summer home. Yeah, this is, like, ri- rich folk home. Uh, and she's huddled up against a wall, and she peeks in through her window, and we, we get our first shot of Ghostface. Um, Ghostface. Do we ever say who this girl is? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Did we? Casey Becker. I yeah. said that. I know that. Do we say who plays her? It's Drew Barrymore. There you go. You've seen Scream. If you're, Nobody has seen Scream. If you're Scream. listening to this and you haven't seen Scream, what the fuck? Don't make sense. Scream. Watch Scream. It's fucking great. I've been oh, raving about it I, for a year. I thought it was called Scream. No wonder I didn't know what you're talking about all the time. Man, you're bad at this. And then Drew Barrymore gets outside. <laughs> yeah, take over, asshole, with your no notes. Oh, that's fine. I'll just start reading what I'm looking at. <laughs> what are you looking at? I don't know. Get off your goddamn phone. Yeah, say something more interesting and we'll figure it out. Um, so, looks inside. We see Ghostface skulking through this house um, with his, his buck knife out. It, I feel like he's straight Scooby-Dooing it. Just, just yeah, just, arms out, tiptoeing. Tiptoeing, just knees up, high knees, and got my, my dangly fingers with my knife the high knees. Oh, best, yeah. Best for cardio. It is. That's how you get them, uh, get them swole legs. Um... And he's looking around, looking around. She ducks down and starts crawling um, through the the side porch area. And this is where you get, like, the first anti-trope of being, like, he doesn't... Yeah, he's already scared the shit out of you, but he didn't instantly kill you. He's mm-hmm. still got to earn it. Yeah, he's not He's not a supernatural killer. He's yeah. just a dude. Eh, oh, eventually. <laughs> he gets um, a little wacky. And so she's crawling, and we see her parents' car uh, pull up. And she stands up and turns and looks in the mirror. And the killer is right there facing the other way. Uh-huh. And he just whips his head around. The the whip, because that's like a pretty classic moment of his uh-huh. where he just turns. Uh, kind of like Art, because Art does that too a bunch. Yeah. Uh, and it, like, it's not like it's an uncommon trope, but the, the timing on it's always really good on both of those guys. But I love that, because he's got literal tassels on yeah and it's because you just it's so fantastic if there was a glitter on him it would just be a rainbow of hilarity (laughs) yeah man and it's just i just love it so much i the turn and then just instant scream it's it's just the timing on it is precise and he puts puts his hands through this glass and is reaching for her and they're fighting now everybody's joking now clocks run up time's up over blow um is that snap back to spaghetti oh there goes spaghetti oh i had spaghetti for dinner yesterday did you i think so did you eat it right before bed throw up no i'm not patrick johnson (laughs) i don't go to a bar and throw up all of the spaghetti i've ever eaten in my life that fucking guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Move to Texas. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck Texas. I agree. All I right. like Texas. You've never been. No. All right, though. Don't need to. Do you? Not what? need to. <laughs> you weren't even listening. No. No, it wasn't. We're doing great. Um, And so she's she's running for this, uh, this car. Ghostface gets behind her, though, puts a hand over her mouth, and just stab right in the chest. 
So, and I don't know about you, again, I watched this movie way late. Like, this is... In the last two years, I probably saw... Uh, no, when did you tell me to watch? It was in the last year. Because mm-hmm. I didn't watch it until... Yeah, you, 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 you had kept, never watched any Scream. Yeah, I was so too. against it until you made me watch it. And I was like, alright, I get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really like... You get the feel in this scene where it's like, oh, okay, she's getting away. It's fucking Drew Barrymore... <laughs> Exactly, and she, intro she's, scene. she's popping at this time. You think she's going to be a big part? I'm she's on the sure. poster yeah, in the movie. She's movies. on the poster. Like she was hype on this movie. She was in the trailers. I remember the mm-hmm. trailers for it. And she's it's the phone scene, and uh, you know th- you're like, oh, there's no way she's going to die right here, <laughs> and then fucking slaughter town. <laughs> yeah, and so after this stab, she drops to the ground, and we get couple couple more stabbies. Uh, parents get into the home. They see it's in fucking disarray. The Jiffy Pops fucking fully smoking this house up. And she's still getting stabbed at this point. She's not dead. This isn't hours later. This is all same simultaneous. Mm-hmm. And she's still got the phone in her hand as uh-huh. she's being dragged through their field. And her mom picks up the phone to call 911 because it looks like there was a break-in and kidnapping. Because there was a break-in and kidnapping. <laughs> and she hears Casey groaning. Just very lightly. Gerbily. And she looks at her dad and goes, I can hear her. Um, starts, you know, saying, Casey? Casey, baby? Um, dad takes the phone away from the, the mom, says, drive down to the Mackenzie's house. Tell them to call the cops. And then... Good old Mackenzie's. Mom turns and goes outside, and we get what is actually a very iconic scream that is used a lot. Um, it is a blood-curdling, just... A fucking terrifying scream to hear, and then we pan over and we they, see. They use it more, I guess. I've never. Yeah, so they it's used in a lot of other things. Oh, like, I thought you meant scream. No, like um. Oh, okay. A yeah, lot of like jump scare games and shit use the scream. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. I and, thought you meant like throughout scream. No, not in scream. Like, oh, I don't remember this at all. No, but so the camera pans and we see Casey Becker has been gutted and hung from a tree as we get a very supernatural fast speed close up of her and then it flashes scram (laughs) scram scram get get the hell out of here (laughs) the biggest trope is this movie is only eight minutes long and it's fantastic i mean like i'm not gonna be this in depth with the rest of the movie i just really need to talk about this intro scene the the intro matters a lot because just for how good this movie it is. is a perfect horror intro and I'm so happy it's not overdone. Like it's they hit everything right. Like just the editing, most cold open. Yeah, there's there's no it doesn't feel rushed even though it jumps into it really quickly. It gives you an instant feel of this movie without being over the top, mm-hmm. even though they are pretty over the top. They they break a lot of rules that are supposed to be happening at the time. Just everything about it hit so simultaneously perfectly i don't know if they planned that even i don't think they did i think it just this movie just was so good yeah i mean you know it was meant as like a parody almost right it's just uh god tier (laughs) it's just saturday the 14th turns out it was just good (laughs) uh so now we Oh my god. Alright, now at the end of the movie, because nothing else the, matters. I was like, this is the end of the movie. That's all that matters. Because the the reveal of the of the ghost face is just the best. Look, like, I I know 
people say like, oh, the mask isn't scary, but that's like the point. Yeah. Like, it's not the mask that's scary. It's what this fucking guy's doing. Right. They are. Um, they do some things that are not okay. Like, the, the costume itself in-universe is called Father Death. Um, it's sold at every five and dime in the state. Five um, and dime. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. It's just... You know, it's a it's a generic costume. It's essentially like the the Michael Myers mask in Halloween. He got it from a hardware store. That was straight up William Shatner's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were just like, we can't afford this. Bleach this. Fucking on it. It worked. I like it. Can I point out something very hilarious? When we watched, I just watched Halloween two, the original, with Courtney for the first time, and mm-hmm. they they start off right at the end of the first one, which is great, and they redo some of the scene. And at the end of the first one, he gets shot off the balcony and falls off the balcony. You only see it from Luma's point of view. And in this one, you see it from the balcony. And you see him getting shot, just walking back. And he just walks back, clearly up a ramp. So that he's standing on top of the the, uh, banister and then falls off. (laughs) And it was like, what the fuck just happened? That's not what happens when you get shot. So it almost looks like he jumped on the banister and then fell down. That's amazing. It's really good if you watch it. It's so oh, it's so bad. It's good. Uh, but back to this movie, I guess. Yeah. So now news media descend on the town of Woodsboro, California, which just like Haddonfield, Illinois, is not a real place. The hell it isn't. <laughs> I wish it was because I would live in Woodsboro forever. No, you would. Oh, I would. <laughs> Only if David Arquette was actually the sheriff. Deputy. In this one, for a while, yeah. In the last one, we're talking canonical. He's also dead. Clearly, it's in the '90s. So what the fuck? He's also dead as fuck. Spoilers. Well, yeah, dude, you fucking watch. The new one's coming out next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. They've already. I think there's two, isn't there? Coming. I think we get next year and another one coming. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's another trilogy. The the thriller. The thriller. The thriller. Yes. The like feature poster for this one is Ghostface. Like his mask on the Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, I, really I saw like that. It. I I saw it. It was instantly mad, and then I w- looked at it more, and I was like, you know what? I like it. Yeah. I hope this happens. Fuck it. It's this, great. This better happen for realsies. Like he better be like the president, and nobody knows who he. Who'd you vote for? Fucking Ghostface. President Ghostface. Yeah. Who the, the fuck is Ghostface? The plot of the next Stab movie. I'd watch that movie. I wish Stab was real. Like, there's obviously people that have made Stab. I only wish. Stab 8 was real with the silver mask and flamethrower. <laughs> they really got off topic on this one. <laughs> they went wacky with it. Uh-huh, wacky to backy. Um, so, news media to descend on the town in the wake of the murders and a police investigation begins. Uh, Sydney Prescott struggles with the first anniversary of her mother Maureen's rape and murder. <laughs> um, a news reporter, Gail Weathers. What? I fucking hate her name, by the way. It sounds so fake. Yeah, I hate it. It's not good. I, I think it's supposed to be. It's a, a shitty news person name. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Gail is not a real name to me. It sounds like an old Jewish woman for some reason. Old Gail! <laughs> um, and we we see right off the bat that Sydney fucking despises Gail. Um, oh, instant. And we, we learn that Gail was responsible for spreading rumors and conspiracy theories about Maureen's death, insinuating that the prisoner, um, Cotton Weary, who was tried and convicted of Maureen's rape and murder, was not responsible for her death, essentially. Um, and who was that actor that played him? Because he's only in it for a second, but he becomes much more yeah, famous Yeah, I don't later. remember his name. I know he's big in, I think it's Scream 2. Um, 
but so we get um, a quick intro scene with them too, where they're talking about everything. Gail wrote a book about the the whole trial for Cotton. It's going to be out later this year, essentially. And Sydney's like, "Oh, well, I'm glad you profited off my mom's death." Right? Hey, and fucko, I don't like you. Gail replies with, "Well, I'm glad you got an innocent man imprisoned." And they're like, "Well." I don't like you. I hate. <laughs> I didn't like you I either. Hate, I hate. Oh, Le- leave Schreiber is who mm. plays him, who becomes much more famous later. I like him. He's a good. He's a good actor. Um. So then we just go straight from school to Sydney getting off the bus and going home. Um. So she's waiting for her best friend Tatum to arrive because her dad uh, went on a trip, or he's going on a trip rather. So, I actually completely missed the fucking intro scene. I didn't write it down. Uh, right. The intro to Sydney. Sydney, yeah, Sydney. 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 Um, so, this girl who is clearly, like, older than, I don't know, 16. Yeah. She, um, is. She, I think the problem is she just never looked young. I bet as mm-hmm. a 16-year-old, she still looked 30. Yeah, so she's in her room. Teddy bears and shit. Um, yeah, she shits. And she's just hanging out. And then we hear some noises on her balcony. And then who is it but Hart Tharhob, Skeet Ulrich, Billy Loomis there on the window. And, and they're dating. No, I thought she... Um, she screams, obviously, because... Because uh, that's the name of the movie. Boy appeared on my window. Hello. Um, oh, hello. Her dad runs up, and we, we see something that's very important to the movie. Is when her closet door is fully opened, you can't get her bedroom door open because they, like block each other which poor design be honest yeah somebody's an asshole <laughs> yeah do it the other way somebody Make the closet door open the other way some design some uh th- this guy built the collector house because this is just <laughs> full of rape rape design um and the dad's like i heard screaming and so he's like no you didn't <laughs> i was exercising well all right then um and he just says you know i'm leaving <laughs> well see you later yeah, i'm leaving i'll be at this hotel uh i'll be back sunday Sunday, born on a Monday. Bye, essentially. And then her and Billy have a, a sexy time conversation about uh, babies. Yeah, them not them not being able to fuck because Sydney has a what was it underwear rule. Ah, uh, yes, the underwear rule. Yeah, and they can't they can't be a rated R movie. They were hot on their way to an NZ seventeen. Ooh, <laughs> and now they're now they're nothing. And they, they kiss for a minute, and then she goes, would you settle for PG-13? Oh. And then off-screen flashes him, and then he leaves. And then we get the scene I just talked about. Yeah. Great. <laughs> We're doing great. Um, so her dad's gone. She's going to stay with her friend Tatum. So she gets off the phone, gets is on it, the phone with Tatum. Is Tatum the same one who asked us the question? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just coincidentally same name. Coincident. I don't believe in coincidence. Coinkydink? Just being a bitch. Twinky dinky. Um. Twinky dinky. <laughs> I go for a twinky and a dwinky at the moment. Yeah, get a banana flavored twinky. My twinky's open. <laughs> um. So Tatum says, "I'll be there at like seven. I'll see you then." Sydney's like, "Okay, bye." Oh, okay, I love you. Bye. Yep. And then she gets a phone call. <gasps> From a man who sounds like this. Like this. What's your favorite movie, kids? Yep, and it instantly gets to um, I see you, <laughs> essentially. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, you don't. Um, yeah, I'm on your porch. <laughs> no, you're not. 
she just says, I call your bluff and goes outside. And um, She's a tough chick. Yeah, she That's, walks out. Like, they, they really start with, it's not the I grow into being a tough, tough uh, heroin, mm-hmm. uh, heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> tough heroine throughout the movie she's just a badass kind of through the whole thing yeah and so she walks out with the phone and she goes where are you and <laughs> hey old bitch and he goes right here and she walks around the porch and she's looking around and she goes can you see me right now and he goes yeah and she then she sticks a finger up her nose and starts turning around she goes then what am i doing <laughs> no reply uh-huh <laughs> um and then it instantly gets to talking about her mom and how he's going to kill her like like her mom. And um, then Ghostface busts out of the closet behind her once she goes inside. And they just get right into it. They just start fighting. Um, Sydney gets dropped to the floor. Ghostface is standing over her with a knife. But she just kicks that man. She <laughs> fucking loads up and just sweet chin music. Oh, that yeah. Man. There's a... Uh... No love loss on this guy. This guy put... She uh, she pinned him for the WWE Championship. Easy. WCW Championship. No, no. David Arquette, we've already confirmed. You're right. So maybe she's the Intercontinental. Cruiserweight? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What was in WCW? Cruiserweight, US? right? Yeah. US, I think, was also there. Yes, I think so. US Cruiserweight. Yeah. I like it. Nah, I don't. <laughs> um... Then she runs upstairs. She uses her door mechanic to uh, meta game Ghostface. Yes. <laughs> I like it because you're instantly like, "Oh, that's gonna be how she gets killed." Because mm-hmm. you've already seen one very brutal murder. Yeah, and on the phone, you know, Ghostface gives his his line, "What's your favorite scary movie? Do you like scary movies?" And she's like, "No, they're insulting. Actually, it's always some big tit girl." Who's should be running out the front door, but runs up the stairs instead. Makes sense. And then and she she does runs up the stairs. I like it too, because um, this is her first, or at the very least, her big movie, right? Campbell, like, there's no I think way, so, yeah. Because you know the the big edit was, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. She's she's the star, so out, she's dead in the beginning scene. There's no reason to think, oh, well, fuck, they're going to kill this girl off, too. Who's mm-hmm. this? And, you know, so-and-so is going to happen. So it's a it's a good setup to just swerve you into this totally new character. Mm-hmm. And again, this is still very early in the movie. Yeah, and so she gets upstairs. She goes to her computer, and I don't even know what it is. She dial-ups 911. I guess. Like, on, on her computer module? That's how you used to make phone calls. Is Cell it? phones were just computers. She's essentially, like, AOL instant messaging with with 911. Yeah, it was probably, like, some weird chat feature you could do. Like, you know how in the new Batman movie, how Riddler <laughs> talks to Batman? Yeah. It's, that's what they do. Yeah, that's an AS400. Don't use that. That's Is how, it? Well, it looks like it. I assume not, for realsies. That's how all computer systems used to work, or mm. several of them. And um, she's texting 911, asking for police, and then uh, Ghostface is just gone. Yeah, I mean... She's like, oh. And then a couple seconds later, none other than her boyfriend Billy Loomis appears in her window again. And she instantly is like, oh my god, thank you, there's someone here that's trying to kill me. Um, And Billy just starts saying, like, he's gone essentially like he he's gone i must have scared him away yeah it makes sense um they embrace 
and then a cellular phone falls out of Billy's pocket. <gasps> and suspicious. Yep. Sydney's like, what the fuck? Instant suspicious. Because you got to think, like, back then, not everyone had cell phones. Only the rich. Yeah, it is. It, it was suspicious to have a cell phone. Yeah. Well, and how else did he see her? Exactly. And so he he's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she dips downstairs as he's, like, yelling for her to come back. And they're also, like, dating, and she obviously doesn't know about this cell phone. So yeah. Even more suspicious. And she gets downstairs and rips open the front door, only for the ghost face mask to be right there. Uh-huh. And she screams, and then pull, pull the mask down. Um, Deputy Dewey, played by David Arquette, is holding the mask, and he also screams. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um... Then our very next scene is Billy being taken away in handcuffs and uh, screaming, I didn't do anything. Ask Sydney. She'll tell you. Sydney? Sydney? Sydney. Um, um, but they asked Sydney, and she's the one saying he did it. Yeah. So, and so, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. That's still my favorite. So this is also where we see that Deputy Dewey is Tatum's brother. Um, you think that the original name of this character was Deputy Doney? Because I do. I don't <laughs> Got him. Fucking got him. These nuts. <laughs> got him. <laughs> See? <laughs> Full circle made yourself laugh. Good old Vine. Oh, man. I think it's pronounced Vinny. No. Sorry, Vin. There you go. It's Vin like, Diesel. It's like those people that say Voss instead of Vase. Shut up. I think you meant to say asshole. Is that what you're trying to call those people? Vosshole. Vossel. Fossil? Fossil? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like it. <laughs> Check out my Aerodactyl, motherfucker. There's a fossil Pokemon. Is it? It's a fucking pterodactyl. <laughs> I just thought it was a dinosaur. <laughs> That's what fossils come from. <laughs> no, but... You should feel bad. No. Everything you... No, you have no argument. But, like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ash didn't fight the pterodactyl for you. Moving on. Um, so, Dewey is getting, like, Sydney's statement with the uh, sheriff... She's in the back of this ambulance, and Tatum runs up, and Dewey's like, hey, you can't come back here, and she's like, shut up, Dewey. The fuck you can't. She's staying with us tonight, and Dewey goes, well, does mom know? <laughs> and she goes, the worst policeman. Yeah. Uh, then they instantly are like, let's get out of here, Sydney. Go to go to, go to uh, Tatum's car. I, I gotta say, my first introduction to all this was Scary Movie, so <laughs> I did not know how much of a stretch they did on Dewey that yeah. he was isn't he like a down syndrome kid yeah he, he's special needs in in uh, I'm sorry not to be offensive no, no, no special needs in scare and uh, scary movie so I thought he was in this movie no like I, I knew it was satire but I thought some of it was semi true so the whole time I was like it is he? Is he a real cop? <laughs> he's just like, David Arquette. I didn't get it because he's so goofy. He's, he's so 
They, he tries to be serious, but he's so... He's the second best character in the movie. Oh, he's great. The, the whole series, he's, he's actually fantastic. I love him. I yeah, think he's besides so movie three, this is by, by far his worst interpretation. I mean, this just... That movie's just not good. Scream 3 is the worst Scream. It is. is that the one that's Omar Epps? No, the second one's got Omar Epps, though. Second one's the college one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Omar Epps in the beginning. Fantastic. Is that in the movie theater? Yeah. Yeah. The, the intro really good. scene. Really good. I love that scene. I remember because watching it, cause I was a big ha- fan of House. So as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Motherfucker, that's Omar Epps! I know you. You coach the Steelers." See, I I saw a scary movie, whichever one, before I saw Scream Two. So I remember, like that the whole scary scene. movie version yeah, of it and, with Marlon Wayans. Yeah. And I cannot. I note. I do not know that actress's name, but she's super famous. Yeah. Well, maybe not super famous, but I don't she's know either. De- definitely recognizable. When I think of Marlon Wayans, I just think Haunted House. I think of uh, Dungeons & Dragons. White Chicks. I fucking hated that movie. Me too. Not a fan. I, I was, finally watched it, and maybe I was just way behind, because when I saw the previews, I was like, nope, don't like that. <laughs> and I eventually... I, I watched it, like, last year, I think. Yeah, that was e- a little Even Terry Crews couldn't save that movie. A little late, buddy. Oh, yeah. But that movie was terrible. And I was never a fan of the Waynes Brothers. I do not think they're funny. Uh, Damon Waynes is pretty good. Major Pain, if you have not seen that movie, fantastic. I like Haunted House. Well, I liked it when I was 13 and it originally came out. I haven't seen it in years. but It's one of those movies, if you saw it as a teenager. Like, I liked the first scary movie because I mm. saw it when I was 13. And yeah. It was all dick and fart jokes. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> uh-oh, Penny's trying to cross the card bridge. <laughs> That's thousands of dollars. Penny, take the meat bridge, not the card bridge. She's committed. She's just <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, you're great. All right. Now she uh, is ignoring Zach. Uh huh. Here's the play by pay of pen. The pen by pen. The pen by pen. Is that just writing? Wait. Yeah. Flash dance. What's your favorite qu- favorite type of pen? G two. Oh, all day. There's, is there's, there anything else? Uh, a good zebra will do Ooh, it. Oh, yeah, but... It depends what you're writing, though. But a G2 fresh out the pack? With a G2 gel fresh out the pack? Obviously. Yeah. I Get mean, anything there's only the one gel, G2. you're poor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have $5. Do you need it? <laughs> I'll lend you some money. Yeah, I... I, I I will not let you write with this Bic 2.0. It's just like those kids that had the 64-pack of crayons with the the sharpener in it. Oh, those kids are playing in. Well, you fuck. Yeah, (laughs) this kid's got money. Back then, you're like... That's how I built uh, Emma Stone. (laughs) Can't believe you went to school with Emma Stone. That's nutty. I think that's right. Sounds right. I went to high school with someone who's in the NBA now. Oh, yeah? Don't remember his name. That sounds right. I don't know what the NBA stands for, so here we are. National Buckets Association. National Boy Association. They're they're always talking about buckets in that game. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Buckets. Buckets. All I know is Shaq is also DJ Starscream. What? Yeah. Please tell me he voices Starscream in all of the Transformers No, he's a DJ. I get it. Yeah. My joke was better. (laughs) Meow. I do like Scars. He was my favorite, Starscream. Because he just yelled his name. It's the best meme. Starscream! <laughs> Nothing. Nobody said anything. <laughs> he was just like, you know what? Motherfucker's gonna make an entrance. 
<laughs> Motherfucker's gonna know my name. That's right. Yeah, then he ran away. He also gets ripped in half, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't fucking remember. I think he gets ripped in half. Robot Jesus movie did not hit me right. I hated those movies. Oh, man, but Michael you Bay, terrible. play some Linkin Park at the end, you're gonna change a generation. I will not change anything about my gender after that movie. That's not what I said. I heard you. I heard you just fine. <laughs> We're talking about Scream here, folks. We'll do one now. Um, so ah, ah. You, again, I feel like you're just edging. It works for this episode. It doesn't? Mm-hmm. Edge, if you're edging, please leave my house. I am fully too incorrect here. I get it. Dang. Somebody's got a flex over here. <laughs> it's honestly too big. <laughs> it's perfect for me. God damn it, you dumb bitch. Uh, Seth, that's one of my favorite TikToks. My wife says she doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> or no, 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 it's the... My wife says my dick is small. Uh-huh. No, that's not what I said. What'd you say? I said it's perfect for me. Oh, you motherfucker. There's also... Um, my girlfriend said I have dad dick. I don't know what that means. Just the, the whole um, three inches is large meme on TikTok is beautiful. It's fantastic. I love it. I think it's hilarious. TikTok. Uh, I'm a fan. I fucking I love it. I hate I, that I love it I so know. much. I know it's a stretch to say I like it, but I'm I was always TikTok. a Tumblr guy. So you like smut? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was on Tumblr before there was smut. Well, you had to search for smut. Yeah, then it was just Tumblr. Uh-huh. And now it's not anymore because they banned it. Yeah. And now no one uses Tumblr. Yep, yeah, and then, <laughs> then it died. Scream! Um, <sighs> that sounded like a finish. Yeah. I was going for it. And it went. And now it's gone. And don't touch me. Yep. It came and it went. Goodbye. Get out. Not now. Not ever. <laughs> Keep going. That's it. I got nothing. Um, so... They go to get into Tatum's car, and then we see Gail Weathers pull up, and she's with her new cameraman, Kenny. Kenny. Uh, who is... Damn it, Kenny! Descriptively fat cameraman in the movie. Every time. Um, and she goes, Jesus, get the camera. And he goes, my name's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he learned. His name was Kenny. And he goes, gets the camera, and she... Gail runs up to Tatum and goes, where's Sydney? <laughs> and Tatum goes... I'm not talking to you, bitch. Please fuck off. Yeah. Kindly. And then they drive away. Kenny runs up with the camera and goes, where's she going? (laughs) And Gail turns around and goes, Kenny, I know you're about 50 pounds overweight, but when I tell you to get the camera, please interpret that as move your fat tub of lard ass now. I feel like that whole scene inspired Carbon and Kenny from South Park, even though it came out before this. But Did it? Oh my god. 96? How old is South Park? I'm pretty sure South Park was like early 90s, I want to say. Jesus. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd have to look it up, but either way, I don't care. Um, so they're now at the police station where Sydney is essentially giving her statement or whatever. Not essentially, she, it's what she's s- doing. Sitting in this chair, um, Dewey says, all right, we're, we're almost done. I just got to go go do something real quick. The mask has just been admitted into evidence. He leaves, she's sitting there, and we see Billy is in the nearby sheriff's office, essentially, um, being interrogated. 
so what are you doing with the cellular phone, son? <laughs> what you doing there, kid? Everyone has one, Sheriff. Um, and his dad's there, and it's it's a whole uh, <laughs> it's a whole rebellious teen. You know, Sydney said you you climbed in through a window last night. Billy's dad. Uh, you went out last night. What? Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and it's uh, they're they're gonna check his phone records, and they gotta hold him until then. Phone records. Uh, check your T nine text messages, please. <laughs> and outside, there's a media circus. Gail Weathers is uh, with with her cameraman Kenny running up to the front, and he's like, "They're not letting anyone in." And she goes, I'm not just anyone, and immediately gets stopped by cops. <laughs> I'm Gail Weathers. And then immediately gets just stiff-armed by a cop. You <laughs> 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 wreck, nerd. <laughs> and so Tatum looks at, back inside, Tatum looks at Dewey and goes, can we leave yet, Dewey? And <laughs> Dewey, possibly my favorite part of the movie, turns and goes, hey, what did Mama tell you? When I wear this badge, I'm a man of the law, and you show me some respect. And she goes, sorry, officer, we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) It is great. Again, Dewey's character is the best because he plays this naive idiot so well. He has the best arc of all the movies. Oh, by far. Like, watch Scream 5. That guy's character in Scream 5 is perfect. Not, Not even from first movie to last movie arc, like, total over. Like, every movie, he has a great arc. Oh, yeah. He has... He's somehow the most important character of this series. He really being is the most important character because everyone else has the same story. You know, Neve Campbell's in Neve or Nev. I never know. I hear that. both. Yeah, so Campbell is in Bruce, not, not Bruce. Unfortunately, <laughs> God, I wish. Are they related? I don't care. <laughs> okay, all right. I would assume not, since they're both fairly horror icons. I feel like that'd be something we'd know. Hey, they might on. be related to Soup, though. Back to your point. I wasn't listening. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Sorry. <laughs> Interrupted you. <laughs> Lost your whole bit. <laughs> Talk about Campbell some more. Yeah, I could go for some soup. I hate soup. Do we've you? Talked about, yeah, we've talked about this. We've, we've had extensive conversations on Campbell specifically. <laughs> Campbell's scented candles. Campbell's scented candles. Thank you. Good chicken and rice soup. Ooh. Ooh. Good tomato bisque. No. No? No. Oh, man. Either. You go Never. to medieval times, they give you a tomato bisque. It's incredible. Yeah, dump that shit out, eat the bread bowl. <laughs> a French onion? I, you could do a French onion, but it's got to be banging. Oh. Not everyone hits. Dude, I went to... If it's in a can, you go fuck yourself. No, I went to, when I was in Vegas, whatever the Ramsey place is in Caesars, we went there and me and... I think that's Hell's Kitchen, isn't it? No, it's not Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, me and my brother. Oh, it's like the burger place or something. Not the burger. It's not place. a burger place, yeah. but it's it's like his his smaller restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me and my brother got the three course. Um, why am I blank? Beef Wellington meal. Oh yeah. And the first course was a French onion soup, and oh my god, it was fucking banging. Banana good. Uh, I got to go to Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Or something. I don't even know what that was for, but... Bachelor party, right? That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> also my brother. Yeah, 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 But super good. Got... There was a tomato salad. I fucking hate tomatoes. Me too. It was either that or scallops. Both of them were fantastic. <laughs> I don't like either of those things. Yeah, I would eat... I, I still dream of both. <laughs> I scream of both. Back to the movie. Um, I, I go for some ice cream. Go Brewster's? 
I fucking love Brewsters. Brewsters sponsor us. Uh, Scarapy folks, we'll be doing hosting an event at Brewsters where you can <laughs> buy us any ice cream flavor you want, and I will eat it. Dude, hear me. So hear me out. So. <laughs> So actually, a couple of days ago, same brother that we've I've been talking about. Johnson. What, yeah, Johnson. Brian. Johnson. What, Brian. Brian Johnson. Yes. Yeah. He went to Brewsters and he was like, "You want anything?" I was like, "Nah." He's like, "They've got cake batter, which is my favorite ice cream flavor." I know. Don't say anything. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna hate on it, but I don't agree. And I was like, "Hook me up with that shit." Then he called me 20 minutes later and he's like, "They don't have it." Yeah. <laughs> But they do have a flavor called Hallow Scream. Whoa. And I was like... Get it. I'm watching Scream right now. Give me that shit. What What was it? So it's... I feel like there's a chocolate involved. So there there is like fudge swirls in it. Okay. And uh, like chopped up Reese's Cups. Okay. I'm feeling which it. Which banging. And there's some orange ice cream. It's not orange flavored. I think it's candy corn flavored. But so, someone asked on their like Facebook what it was because they were promoting it. And, and like, they replied secret. with, it's a secret. Dang. I think it's candy corn ice cream, and it's fucking delicious. I'd try that. Uh, Graham Central Station, though. That's my go-to. Can't do it. I like Graham Cracker flavor. Pretty sure that's Brian's favorite also. It's delicious. <laughs> they also had two Graham-named uh, puns. They got rid of one. I can't remember what the other one was. I don't I think it was Graham either, Funk but... Railroad. Or Graham Funk Rocky Road or something. Maybe. It was a great name, and they got rid of it, but both delicious. Birthday cake. It, that's just. I feel like that's when you're a white girl that goes in and it's like, hey, I like anime. I got Hello <laughs> Kitty on my bag. No, that's when you get the cotton candy explosion, which is cotton candy with pop rocks in it, and it's gross. But no, that's for fucking tweens, teens, and in-betweens. I don't Isn't know. that what tweens are? <laughs> I think so. It rhymed. Just saw that I know. I just kept going. Sometimes things just keep happening, and... I don't stop it. You're literally that Zach Galifianakis meme with all the numbers in front of you. Uh, no, way less numbers. It's like <laughs> ones and twos. There's still somehow pi symbol in there. Oh my god. <laughs> Moving on. Binary. Binary. Back to the movie. I can't buy an airy. Segway, segway. This, this is, is the segway song. song. We don't even sing it. I feel like we should at least get a beat to it. Segway. Segway. This is the Segway song. You gotta get more a beat. You're wait. You're you're down here. I need you here. Yeah, because I'm depressed talking to you. I am too, but I mask it well. No, you don't. You just get drunk. It's the same thing. It's what I just said. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If your scream mask doesn't have a flask and a straw in it, why even wearing it, dumbass? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, they they go to exit and all the officers are laughing at Dewey. He leaves with them. <laughs> He's just a meme to yep. everybody in his life. And they they go out the back to avoid the media. And as soon as they leave, the sheriff turns and goes, "Get back to work." <laughs> <laughs> all right, quit laughing, laughing at the dumbass. Yeah. Um. And so they go out back. Dewey goes to get the car, and Sydney and Tatum are just chilling, waiting. And then we go back to Gail, and she goes, "Isn't there a back way out of this place?" <laughs> <laughs> yep, nailed it, <laughs> and immediately just runs up on them. And this is where Sydney's like, Wait "How's how's the book?" And Gail's like, good. "It's great. It's out later this year." And Sydney goes, "I'll look for it." Paying for my condo. Gail hits her with, "I'll send you a copy." And then Sydney fucking loads up and fuck. 
fucking right hooks this chick. If she just drops it. her ass. I don't care if she knows Chandler Bing or not. She earned that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Just smack. And then we get kind of a weird close-up on on um, Sydney. And her, f- she looks, again, like you said, she looks 57 all the time. Uh-huh. And that's not like an insult. But no, it, she, it's just, just, she, she doesn't have that kid face like yeah. so many actors do because they always want people to play young kids. Like, John Travolta was like 23 when he played 16-year-old in Greece. <laughs> I mean, he looked 47. Like, I don't know. I Like, he looked young. Now he looks like... He, if he's forty-seven now, which I know he's older, he looks he dead. looks ninety thousand years old. Cause I that fucking guy, love Greece. I've never watched Greece. It's really good. I like musicals if they're done right. It's a good musical. I don't want to watch Mamma Mia. Fuck that. Just watch that. Heather's and Beetlejuice. Heather's is banging. That I movie fucking is so love good. Heather's. That movie's really good ass. musical. Just a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Beetle- show. Oh, the show was unwatchable. I, I think I got show. like two episodes, and I was like, "Yep, this yeah. is exactly what I thought." They it didn't would even be. finish it because oh, for real? because there it ends with you know a, a, a bombing, and um, like right before that episode was supposed to air, there was a bombing, and they were like, "Well, <gasps> shit, we can't do that." Uh, uh, yeah, nine eleven ruined a lot of movies too. God damn it! Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the Muppets. You you know about that? I do not. Enlighten <laughs> so, me. So, in a Muppets movie, I don't remember which one it is, I think it might be their Christmas movie, um, it takes place before 9-11, right? It's in back in, like, the 90s or whatever, and we get a look into the future, and Kermit's in New York, and the Twin Towers aren't there. Oh, shit. And so it's canonical in the Muppets that 9-11 happened. Um, I can't be mad at that. Sorry, you were right. Uh, like the Simpsons. Simpsons did it. They're right about a lot of shit. It's weird. It is, but they've also been writing things for 30 years. I feel like they yeah, can meme on stick. something <laughs> and it's got us. Yeah. Throwing pasta at the wall doesn't mean it's all done. One's just sticky. I like pasta. Yeah, don't throw it at the wall. You know, fettuccine Alfredo is not real. I don't know what you Not a thing about. in Italy. Oh, yeah. Either like pizza is not what we eat. Mm-hmm at all yeah <laughs> we eat fucking grease cheese balls and they're like we eat the peasant version that's what they used to make yeah like because yeah. they couldn't afford plates pretty pretty much yeah that's not uh yeah. we do not eat r- real international food they're, general chef te- general sow's general sow's chicken not his real chicken <laughs> There, there is also a company that is i believe local to arizona that is making edible silverware um, Feeling it. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And there's like a couple different flavors right now. My only issue is uh, durability. Because if I'm having silverware, I better be able to fuck it. There, there's two issues I have. Durability, so it's got to be able to get me through my meal. And if it's too tasty, I can't take a bite out of the fork every time. I'm not eating a whole fork every time I take a bite. <laughs> well, it's, it's more of like a dessert thing. Like it's, it's like vanilla flavored or something like that. I stand by what I said. If it's fork shaped, it better get through my fucking meal. But if it's too tasty, I need a plate of fucking forks. <laughs> I need a fork for my fork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jam this in my mouth gullet and finish it down. We need to move on. Why? This because is way better. We're like 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, scream shit happens. Let's get to the end of the movie. <laughs> so, um... Hey, have you watched Scream? You fucking watch it. We're sh- done. Shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... 
They leave after she clocks her. Then at Tatum's house, Dewey gives her some ice for her hand, and they're talking about um, Tatum asks if she thinks Billy really did it. And then the phone rings, and Tatum's mom comes in and goes, It's for you, Sydney. Damn it, Sydney. Which, pretty, pretty recently scarred. Maybe don't give her a random phone call without something. And uh, she goes, Is it my dad? Because they can't find her dad. <laughs> and... Uh, She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Some stranger called for you. Answers the phone. Hello, Sydney. Oh. And Sydney just gives the most dramatic, no. It's like almost Vader. No. Um, I love the voice for Ghostface. Because it's just ominous enough to be recognizable, mm-hmm. but not over the top where it's like oh yeah it's not spooky boy voice it's just like raspy man yeah like it could be anybody but if you know the voice you know the voice yeah and then Tatum runs to get Dewey as she's on the phone with Ghostface Ghostface is saying like damn you really fucked up and picked the wrong guy huh Uh -huh. bye (laughs) I'm fucking out Uh, and then Dewey runs out with his pistol in hand and uh, picks up the phone and goes hello uh, I, to I see, and I like the. Uh, again, I watched scary movie, so the whole movie I was like, "Oh yeah, Dewey's the villain." Because I think that's what happened in the movie. Not even sure if that's true because it's been several years. I don't think so. Well, per- even better because the whole time I was like, "It was Dewey." I know it's gonna be Dewey. Uh, so the next day, Billy's released, and suspicion shifts to Sydney's father, Neil Prescott. Um, because he's unfindable. And the numbers have been essentially traced to his phone. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're like, you gotta find this fucking guy. Right? Hey. But they're not telling Sydney about that. Um, then we get a, just a quick relationship drama scene with Sydney and Billy, where Billy's like, I didn't try that. I didn't try to kill you. And Sydney's like, yeah, but I'm traumatized. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Um, then they, they yell at each other because Billy's mom left. Um, and he got over it, so why why can't Sydney get over her mom? But uh, Sydney's mom is dead, so it's a little different. Yeah, it's uh, like the same thing. So she says it kind of <laughs> weird. She says your mom left town. She's not lying in a coffin somewhere. Like Sydney doesn't know where she is. Yeah, so I feel like you know exactly yeah. where she is. Um, it's just a weird line. And then she runs off and goes to the bathroom, where girls in the stalls are just shit talking her. <laughs> I mean, as all bathrooms are custom. I don't think she even got attacked. She made it all up and talking about how her mom was a whore and all that. I feel like that should be a tourist attraction. If you walk into a bath, like, it's just a bathroom. If you walk into it, people are just shit-talking you that you can't see. I'd go to that bathroom. (laughs) Every time, I'd hold it for that bathroom. It's like a... What do you got for me today, boys? It's like a sarcasm version of a glory hole. Yeah, that sounds great. Snarkle? Snorkel. Snorkel. I don't need a snorkel, but I do need a snarkle. <laughs> I hate that. Uh-huh, snarkle sucks. Alright, well, you fucking figure it out. Um, so, Sydney hides in a stall, the girls get out and they leave. Sarcastable. No? That's almost better. Sarcasta hole works better. No, no. Sarcasta bull. It's great. Sounds like a podcast name. I wouldn't listen to that podcast. 
I wouldn't listen to scare you. In I, fact, I don't. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I got that kind of time. Um. So then Sydney is immediately attacked by Ghostface, who was waiting at another one of the stalls. I'm a big fan that these attacks are just random. Just out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> that is the best way. Ghostface is just Randy Orton. You've never seen them in the same room together. You know, Ghostface is canonically a part of wrestling. Um, <laughs> because not only is David Arquette WCW World Heavyweight Champion, uh, but last year in NXT, while Chucky was all around, mm. uh, Johnny Gargano and his faction started wearing Ghostface costumes and beating the fuck out of people. Makes sense. <laughs> really good. Really enjoyed it. I like Ghostface. Do you? Mm-hmm. You know that. <laughs> you must not have been listening. I was not. For the last 35 episodes. I was just yes-anding a lot. I was no anyways. <laughs> What? Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, that was good. So she gets out, runs away, and then we get the principal. Um, Putting the pal in principal. Who is berating two kids for wearing the, the masks and pranking kids running around school. And he's saying, uh, you're both fucking expelled. He <laughs> even says fucking. He just swears at these kids like a the, piece of shit. The kids reply, that's not fair. And then he goes, you're right. And then picks up scissors and goes, Pharaoh would be to cut you up and hang you from your fucking intestines. Makes sense. <laughs> Seems aggressive. Uh, and it's the whole, like, everyone's a suspect and scream. Like, yeah. You know, this guy's ghost-faced. No, he's not. <laughs> Everyone is ghost-faced. And then... Ghost-faced. They eventually leave. They, like, kids, like, run out and they're expelled. And then we get the Wes Craven cameo. <laughs> which is just Freddy Krueger janitor. Yep. And then the principal dies. Uh, Ghostface fucking stabs him <laughs> in his office. For reasons. Definite reasons. It was literally just an intro to a character that was a red herring where they're like, except for the whole point where mm-hmm. he isn't right now. Yep. And uh, so also this day, there is a school-wide curfew, a city-wide curfew, and school's canceled. Um, everyone needs to be at home by nine. <laughs> Fuck off. Don't come to school, it's dangerous. Um, and then immediately Stu is like, I'm throwing a fucking party. Yep. So, uh, Stu is Lillard, and Lillard mm-hmm. is just like, Zoinks! Stuart. There is, um, in Scooby-Doo, God, we keep tension. In in the, the, Sco- in the Scooby-Doo movie, um, there is a scene where, I, I saw it on a TikTok today, where people are like, oh, Scooby-Doo triggered Matthew Lillard's fucking Stu. Um, Wasn't this before Scooby-Doo? I don't think so. Yeah, Scream's before Scooby-Doo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, basically Scooby-Doo is smacking Shaggy. He smacks him once and Shaggy's like, I needed that. Smacks him again. He's like, okay. And then Scooby-Doo winds back and punches him on the nose. And we get full Lillard scream. You're pushing it, Scooby! (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, like, it is very Stu-esque with, like, how he he says it. Right. And people are like... He has an odd inflection in this movie. That's fucking Stu. Like, his his voice is very, like, exaggerated. Yeah. He's very, like, he's very goofy in the way he talks. I I think on purpose of the character he's portraying in Mm -hmm. this one. Um, So, yeah, they they decide they're going to throw a party... Then we get uh, schools out for summer, play it on some fucking speakers. That song bangs. Mm. 
hope I didn't talk over that because I really liked that. Oh, that sucks. Do it again. Never going to hear it again in your life. Do it again. What? Do it again. Re-record it. All right, I stopped recording. Uh-huh. All right, I started recording. Do it Perfect. again. Oh, God. <laughs> he almost tricked me, but I elusively knew he didn't hit any buttons. <laughs> because you're the one that does that. I did. It's my only job. I hit the space bar. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this this party ensues, and uh, P A R T Y party hardy because I got it. Party hardy. <laughs> that just reminds me of what is this Andrew W K? Just that party song where he just yells party 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 for like an hour. See, when you start talking about one word songs, I just think of Lil John shots. Yeah. Little, I still don't know why that guy is famous. Okay. He he has, I can't say one word. He has several one words. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And skate. <laughs> I don't know. It crunk, crunk is crunk was a, a phase. My my favorite is that he played Frylock in the live action Aqua Team. Did he? He did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm like 99. percent it was just for no reason T-Pain and his voice was auto-tuned the whole time. T-Pain is not Lil John. What'd I say? <laughs> it's the same guy. It's not. T-Pain's actually good. I don't think so. I like T-Pain. Okay. Look, they look the same, I'm pretty sure. That's racist. Uh, maybe. They have dreadlocks. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Um, Zack Singer's views do not reflect <laughs> the views of Scarapy LLC. Um, they sure as fuck Or do. it's subsidiaries. I don't think you know what any, any of those words mean. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, T-Pain and Lil John are the same guy. They're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did they write a song together? I'm sure. Perfect. Was he in I'm on a boat? One of them was in I'm on a boat. I'm pretty I'm, sure that was T-Pain. I'm moving on. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm moving on. Look, you could keep talking. That's Zach fine. We're at a full episode length, and we still have 30 minutes of movie. What movie? T-Pain. Oh, yeah, T-Pain. So, now, what you might not know is he's not Little John. Segway. <laughs> Segway. You fucking figure it out. This is the Segway song. You're still not uh, singing it. Segway. There you go. Segway. Eat it. This you got is it. the Segway mm. song. Feel it. Okay! Okay! <laughs> there you go. See, that's all you had to do. Tied it all in. That might be our official one now. I like yelling okay at the end of that. <laughs> I like it. I feel so, like you could throw in a horror theme right after and be perfect. Uh, Not scream theme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so this party's happening. Dewey has dropped off Sydney and Tatum, and he's going to wait outside just to make sure that everything is okay. He's, he's protection. Yep, and then immediately Gail Weathers pulls up, <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm going to start some shit. Yep, and, you know, before this, we saw Gail and Dewey flirting a little bit. Just a touch. Um, but, like, clearly she's using him flirting. Yeah, and so they, they flirt a little bit more, then they go inside the party so she can sneakily set up a camera, which she doesn't know, but... So they walk through the party. She sets up a camera to watch the inside of the party. Then they leave. Um, and they're watching it from her truck. Tatum is like, 
I'm gonna get everybody a beer <laughs> and goes to the the garage where the beer fridge is. Of course. And um, this is the scene I remembered the most originally from this movie. So she goes into the into the fridge. She's bent over, grabbing all these beers. Closes the door. Um, a cat <laughs> scares her. She drops a beer. Then the garage door opens and closes. And we see Ghostface is standing, pressing the button. And she just assumes it's Randy. Um, Randy! Yep, in very poor taste, making a joke. And it was, this was actually a viral TikTok sound where she she says, Oh, so you want to play Psycho Killer? Uh, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. Such a good line for the movie, by the way. Uh-huh. And then she's like, Okay, Randy, let me inside. And then she fucking dies. So she. I, how'd you feel about this kill, though? I want to break into this one. Oh, I di- so I didn't like it. I, I, like logically, it doesn't work. But it, that's fair. I don't like it as a kill. But in the in in, in the context of this movie, it's incredible. It, it actually works great. Because so they're fighting. Um, she is obviously running from him. She opens the freezer door, and he just full fucking head bumps into it, drops onto his back. Uh, he gets. Ghostface gets fucked up in this movie. He gets fucked up in all well, the that, movies. That's like half the bit. Is yeah. he's, he's not this unstoppable killing machine. He spends his whole time on the fucking ground. And she is like, well, I'm going to crawl out through this doggy door in the garage. That's where it makes no sense. Yeah. But it's like, that's the horror movie trope. It's it, Why get in the running car when you can hide behind the wall of chainsaws? Yeah. Oh, that fucking ad. It's so bad. It's but my favorite ad. I love it me. every time it comes up. Yeah, it gets me, Are but it's crazy? so stupid. Okay, oh, that makes the sense. running car. Are you crazy? So good. Hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> okay. Good idea. <laughs> uh, but like, and and just to add on to how good this scene is, Rose McGowan, if you're not real familiar, just plays the snarkiest character in almost everything. She's just sassy, yeah. She, yeah, she's got this like sass sassitude that sassafras. I really enjoy. Sassafras, yes, that I really enjoy. So Sarsaparilla. No, that's just a drink. But the whole time. Yeah, she's just giving the snark to Ghostface. Ghostface, I keep saying that. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, okay. Still gonna murder you. Yeah. And then murder. It's murder time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, gets killed by a garage. Yeah, so she starts trying to crawl through this door, and she gets stuck on her shoulder. Uh, so she got one arm through and her head through, and her other arm is just too big to fit through. And Ghostface just walks over and presses the garage open button, and she just gets lifted and then neck broken slash hanged from this garage door makes sense um not how a garage would work no there is definitely safety features for that but i, I, I don't like think it's anyway. even a safety feature i just don't think you can lift that much no. those things are made out of fucking plywood <laughs> yeah 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 you can kick a gar- you can kick through a garage uh and then we see back in the party randy and a bunch randy. of kids randy stew and a bunch of other party goers are watching halloween um, and this is where Randy talks about the rules of horror and all that. Um, before he gets a call that the principal has been killed and hung from the goalpost, and all the kids are like, "I want to see that shit," <laughs> and pretty much everybody leaves. Yep. I mean, you're at a high school party, and somebody tells you the principal's hanging on the goalpost. That's that's where you're going. You've lived there now. And there there is one scene where, like, after you watch this movie, or w- one like line where after you watch the movie. You get that Stu is one of the the killers because uh, what? 
Yeah, sorry, Stu's a killer. Oh my uh, god. Um, so they're talking about the rules of horror. Randy tells him about the never say I'll be right back rule. And then Stu goes, I'm gonna go get another beer. You want one? Randy goes, Yeah, sure. And he goes, I'll be right back. And then he goes into the garage, which, uh, you know, there's something, a body in there. Yeah, something awry just happened. <laughs> and we don't see him for a few minutes. Definitely not something you catch though, like no. in a first watch, because I, I, the whole time I was like, I don't know who the killer is. The, everything's red herring this movie. Yes, every person. Everyone's a suspect. Yeah. Everyone is killing everybody at the whole. By the end of the movie, before the reveal, you're like, "Oh, it's the whole town. Everyone has a ghost face yep. mask, and it's just the purge." <laughs> that would that would have been what they did if it was a Paranormal Activity movie. Also true, because uh, Paranormal Activity Four does that. Oh, good God! <laughs> it's just yeah, cult's fucking huge, and everybody's outside your door, bitch. And the points don't matter. Got it. And then the movie ends. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so essentially, now only uh, Sydney. Randy, Stu, and Gail's cameraman, Kenny, are in the vicinity. Dewey and Gail get called to inspect, like, a crashed car nearby. And so they go, and they eventually find out that it is uh, Neil Prescott's car. Sydney's dad. Sydney's dad, yep. Oh, shit. This is when you get the feel. It's like, oh, shit, Sydney's dad does have something Mm -hmm. to do with it. I remember thinking of my first watch in this movie, I was like, Nah, man. There's no way it's the dad. That's too obvious. And then by right here, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe it's it's the reverse. Everything else is happening like you wouldn't think. And then um, as everyone's leaving, Stu is talking to Sydney, and Billy appears. And Stu's like, oh Billy, how'd you get here? Oh my gosh. Just very like shock up. Yeah. I told you to come so you could talk to Sydney. Um, and Sydney's like, yeah, let's go talk upstairs. I wonder what's going to happen up there. Sex. Um, (laughs) It's that TikTok noise. Ah! What? (laughs) Sex. What? Sex. Ah! Uh, And so, yes, they go upstairs and they have a a very meaningful conversation, which ends with Sydney saying she wants their relationship to be a porno and they fuck. Yeah. And then they, after sex, Sydney and Billy are talking and Sydney says, so who'd you call when you were in jail? And Billy says, uh, I called my dad. But Sydney says, no, the sheriff called your dad. I saw that. <laughs> um, and Billy goes, you still think I'm the fucking killer? <laughs> it, it is a weird line of questioning yeah. after the do. Yeah, and to which Sydney replies, no, it just would have been smart uh, if you were the killer to call me when you were in jail. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought it was you. <laughs> and then Billy's just like, that would have been smart. For real? <laughs> and then Ghostface comes in and uh, stabs Billy up. Then it's like, you know what? I don't think Billy's the killer. About four or five stabs right to his chest. And he turns and gives a very dramatic hand out and goes, Sydney, and falls. Dead dead hundred. And then we get a chase scene with Sydney and Ghostface running through this fucking mansion of a house. It's a banger. I love it. It's a great house. Gets up into the attic eventually gets out the window and then um, falls slash is thrown onto the back of a boat and she just rolls off and is fine. Yeah. That's not how that works. Yeah. Uh, I think that... I don't know if that was making fun of or just using a shitty horror trope of, oh, my feet just got slashed off. I'll still run away. And she she gets to Gailweather's news van and Kenny is there. Of course. And she opens the door and they're, they're talking for a second 
and then we see um, Randy is alone sitting on the couch watching Halloween, and uh, it's a very meta scene because Randy is played by Jamie Kennedy. He's watching Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween as Michael is behind her in a scene, and yeah. he's he's saying, "Look behind you, Jamie." As he's Ghostface literally is describing, behind. yeah, yeah, he's what's describing what's him. happening in the movie while watching a movie, and it's just the same shit. It's a good. The best way you, was how you described the meta scene. I still don't like it. Mm-hmm. I, stop yelling. And it's, the the camera totally. is set up in this room, so the same way they are watching this scene play out as well. And then Kenny goes, "Wait, there's a thirty second delay." And then we see Ghostface leave the room uh, on the screen. Kenny opens the door and looks out, and immediately gets his throat slit <laughs> just right sense. away. Uh-huh. And. Sydney decides to crawl through the cable part of this van, essentially. It's just a little cutout box that you put cables through so you can run wire. And she crawls you know, through like it. like a van. And Ghostface is like, I'm going to go through that, too. It makes sense. But she gets away and gets Ghost to... Wires. Ghost wires? Uh-huh. Ghost what? cable? Yeah. Cable ghost. Ghost Campbell. Oh, we don't talk about Ghost Campbell. And she, she gets away. She locks herself in Dewey's police car. And she she's looking around. Ghostface runs up to her. She, he locks, she locks the door right before he can get in. She goes to turn the car on, but she doesn't have the keys. And then he knife taps uh, on the window and then shows that he has the keys. Some keysies. Which is a scene recreated in the Scream TV show um, where Emma, the, the protagonist has been arrested for murder mm. that she didn't commit. Yep. And Ghostface causes a car accident, kills the cop, and then Emma's like freaking out trying to get out. Ghostface or I guess it's not Ghostface in the show, Brandon James mask. Yeah. Taps on the on the window with the knife, shows he has the keys, puts them in the car and then dips out. Makes um, sense. And so we get a probably minute of Ghostface fucking with Sydney, unlocking doors. She jumps and locks them. And then we see, uh, as she grabs the police radio, the trunk slowly opens, the hatchback slowly opens, and uh, Ghostface climbs in. Which, definitely how... Well, I mean, some cars work, I guess. I'm pretty sure you can't get through anything. What do you mean? Yeah, just like... Going through, like, the backseat. Like, the horror trope of climbing through the back seat because of like the trunk entrance yeah i mean it's different with something like that because you can just climb over the back seat Uh, yeah that's true like that like my my kia like it's the same thing right yeah you can just get into the car from the back but um so they they fight she she screams into the walkie you know he's gonna kill me help no please help they fight for a minute she gets away um the whole movie is just a Tom and Jerry chase scene. It, it, I'm yeah. going to get you. No, you're not. I'm going to get you. Essentially. And at, at this point, Dewey has went back into the home uh, to investigate shit's fucked up, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, Gail tries to leave. She gets in her van and she starts to dip out. Um, Kenny. Only to see, yes, blood all over her windshield. Like all over. <laughs> like caked on. Yeah. And then she goes to, she reverses away. Kenny's body just slides onto her windshield like it was on top of the car uh-huh. 
And she screams, oh, God, Kenny, I'm sorry, but get the fuck off my windshield. And, like, whips around a corner, and the body just falls and crashes through a fence. The same love she had for him alive, she has for him in the dead. And then instantly, she's uh, trying to drive away. Cindy runs out onto the road trying to flag her down. Gail swerves and hits a fucking tree. Oh, no. (laughs) And so Cindy makes her way back to the house. Dewey opens the door. He goes, Sydney? And she's like, hey, <laughs> thank God you're here. And then he falls with a knife in his back. Fucking Dewey gets uh, fucked up in every movie. Mm-hmm. So that that also, I'm fucking up time because I'm so excited to talk about this. It's fine. That happens before the uh, car scene. That's fine. And then Sydney runs up to, the, to Dewey's body and uh, takes his gun as Randy and Stu run up and they're like, telling her like fuck fuck him he's the killer no he's the killer that sort of thing and she's backing up into the house as they're kind of following her and she goes fuck you both and slams the door on him and locks it that's what i like the the, the he said he said thing was pretty lame but the no fuck the both of you mm-hmm. loved it and then as she she focuses up for a second billy stumbles out of the room upstairs and just falls down the stairs <laughs> this is the screamiest thing that yep. happens in every movie. And how uh, many stairs? How many flights of stairs did you fall down? He's fine, as always. And she, he goes, "Give me the gun. I got this." Opens the door, and Randy runs in and goes, "Stu's going fucking crazy." Uh, Closes the door, locks it. He's gone mad. And then we see Billy straighten his posture and turn with a little smirk. Go, we all go a little mad sometimes. And then Tee-hee. shoots Randy in the shoulder. Uh, Randy drops, and Sydney goes to check on him, and <laughs> Billy just goes, Anthony Perkins, psycho. <laughs> and at this point, he's it. just going to quote movies. Yep, th- th- this movie takes a very odd turn right here. Yeah, and um, Sydney's realizing, oh my god, Billy's the killer. Billy the hotel. And she turns to run, and then Stu is there with a shocked look on his face, and she like clings to him, and she's like, oh god, help me. And he looks down at her and pulls a voice changer up to his mouth. He goes, surprise, Sydney. The best reveal. Ugh. Billy's, Ugh. you know, good. Oh, man. Stu is just god tier. Yeah, Stu just nails it. I love Stu so goddamn much. I, I just want to know how much he ad-libbed into this, because I feel like he did. Oh, he, I hope so. He, he brought a lot to that table. So I'm I'm like, we'll, we'll get to it after. Fuck it. Yeah. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. Um, And it's revealed that... Oh, fuck, there's two killers. <gasps> there's never two killers. Yep. And so Billy and Stu corner Sydney in the kitchen and discuss their plan to kill her and pin the murder spree on her father, whom they have taken hostage. Um, and it all is also the one-year anniversary of her mother's death. Uh-huh. So it's a whole, like, your dad went crazy, killed everybody type thing. Um, he done goofed. And they also reveal that Son of a bitch, they killed Sydney's mom a year what ago. The fuck? And they framed Cotton. And um, Cotton. Uh, every time I hear the name, I just think of King of the Hill and think of the dad. And, oh. No, I've never seen it. Oh, so it, uh, Hank's dad and King of the Hill. Yeah. His dad in that show is Cotton Hill. And the only thing that matters, the only thing he talks about is being in the war and killing Nazis. Mm. And he has no shins, so he's like four foot tall. They attached his feet to his legs because he lost him in the war. Oh, my God. And there's one scene he has a baby. He's super old. He has a baby with a young woman. 
and the first thing they they show him say is, "Oh, look at his shins." It's the best thing ever. That's good. So whenever I, like I hear that. Cotton, I just think, oh, look at his shins. Um, but yeah, they, they framed Cotton, and um, it's because Sydney's mom was having an affair with Billy's dad, and that's why Billy's mom left. And now murder needs to happen. Yep. And so uh, Billy, or sorry, Stu goes and grabs Sydney's dad. Um, the big surprise. He goes, we, we got a surprise for you, Sydney. It's going to be a scream, baby. A scream. And this is where they decided, oh, that's the title of the movie. Uh-huh. Because it was originally Scary Movie. Um, Awful. I like it, but I like Scream more. Yeah, Scream's way better. And Billy, or Stu puts the gun down on the counter to go get the dad. They're talking, talking about the plan. Stu goes to grab the gun, and he goes, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> The gun was right here, and he's tapping on the table, and he goes, not here anymore. Um, and then we see Gail Weathers has the gun. Hey, Gail. And she's like, I'm about to shoot you. <laughs> and Billy just goes, I know something you don't. And son of a bitch, the safety was on. Oh, my God. And he essentially kicks Gail out of the house, and she collapses and is knocked out. Uh-huh. Then they go back to murder time, but now Sydney's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean... They never really get back to murder time. They're just they're they're looking for the exit to Murderville. Yeah, and they're they're giving Sydney their whole like, here's how we're not going to be framed, and they start stabbing each other. Like we're we're the <laughs> this is my favorite innocent the survivors. Yep. And Billy takes the knife and says, "Remember, man, not too deep." And Billy just stabs him. Ooh, fucking wrecks him. Stabs him like twice, and then Stu goes, "All right, man, it's my turn." Uh, and then Billy goes lightly stab me and Stu just stabs him as hard as he can he goes sorry Billy I got a little overzealous didn't I <laughs> both both two like oh fuck you you punched me yeah. I punch you back and then Billy takes the knife stabs Stu two more times and Stu goes alright man enough I'm getting a little woozy here <laughs> this is uh, Lillard at his finest right here Oh, like you. Need- Th- this whole scene, this interaction, I don't think you can do justice without just watching it. Yeah, like you just need to watch it. Like it, I can explain it, but it, without fully character acting this, I can't do. Yeah, it. It, it's so perfectly mm-hmm. well done. It's it's a phenomenal scene. And during this, Sydney and her father have slipped away. <gasps> oh my gosh! And Billy, Billy and Stu are arguing about where the fuck she went. Then the phone rings, and Stu's like, should I let the machine get it? And Billy grabs the phone, and it's Sydney of course. using the ghost face voice. Yeah, what's your favorite scary movie? And he is just screaming, listen up, bitch, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you. He says, like, bitch whore, like a bunch of different just derogatory slurs. Yeah, just, just going at it at this point. And then <laughs> she says, I called the cops. And Billy throws the phone at Stu. <laughs> and Stu goes, why did you throw it at me? <laughs> and he picks up the phone and he goes, hello? Hello? And she goes, hi, Stu. What's your motive? And he goes, peer pressure. I'm far too sensitive. That's, of course. Um, and then he goes, did you really call the cops? <laughs> yeah, I did. My mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. It's so bad. That's your fucking That's t-shirt the shirt too. I have. I hate that shirt so much. <laughs> the best line in the movie it regardless again the scene is so good it's like oh yeah this this is a teenager yeah he, <laughs> he, you get pulled out of the scene where it's like oh yeah they're psycho because he goes like lillard goes crazy right here he yeah he, he is like, off the charts billy bonkers. is like psychopath like 
cold collected, cold like, com collected. He's deal. he's like Norman Bates. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Lillard is just deranged it, man. He, he's literally like he's his Florida face man is all over the Florida man. Good God, <laughs> like no, <laughs> no, no. Um, and then Billy's looking around for Sydney, and Sydney pops out in Ghostface costume. For reasons. <laughs> Full Ghostface costume with an umbrella. Stabs Billy in the shoulder, drops him to the floor. And then she fights Stu. Because of reasons. Stu, who's very much bleeding. Yeah, and he Stu eventually gets her on the ground and starts choking her. Goes, I always had a thing for you, Sid. <laughs> um... And then Sydney, I think, kicks him in the dick. Yes. And then yes. lays him out on the ground and goes, in your dreams, and then dumps a fucking uh, CRT TV on his head. Um, back in those days, they were not flat screen TVs yeah, that it was weighed a three box. pounds. Yeah, those it things weighed 6,000 pounds and took eight people to lift them. <laughs> for real, dude. And that was for a 30-inch TV. <laughs> and then she goes back and finishes off Billy, or attempts to at least, and then Billy gets the upper hand. Starts strangling her, and then Gail shoots him in the chest. Of course, he goes safety wasn't off. Safety wasn't on that time, huh? Boom. Which how'd you hear that? Because you were unconscious. Awful. Also, terrible quote. Oh yeah. So, my my thing, I don't think Stu's dead, but we'll get to that after. Okay. So, there, Randy wakes up. Sydney, Randy, and Gail are like <laughs> trauma helping each other They're like we need to get out of here now and randy goes wait this is the part of the movie where the killer comes back for one last scare of course to which billy just pops back up uh-huh. and like sydney just shoots him in the head straight out of the mummy and just he ah! but i really love the instant shot to the head yep, sydney just shoots him and goes not in my movie and that that becomes a thing every time mm-hmm. you always shoot him in the head always shoot him twice or whatever yep and so then we see um sydney Gale, Randy are all being helped out. Dewey survived and Somehow. is being taken into an ambulance, which actually in the first run, like the he died, didn't he? the the test audiences, he did die. But yeah. test audiences hated it. Yeah, they, they like, wanted we to like live. Dewey, so they wrote that part back in. And and I don't think we did a justice of he he is a great character mm-hmm. of his simplicity, I guess. Yeah, like if if I could spend you know three more hours talking about this movie i would but i don't want to edit a five-hour show yeah so. that's your fucking problem <laughs> and um then gail gets a news team essentially and they're gonna do an impromptu recap of the events and that's scream so i don't think Stu's dead he was originally supposed to come back in scream 3 uh, oh yeah he's supposed to be the killer in scream 3 but that didn't happen. Three, three. I can't remember. Three's who, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Who ended up being the villain in that? I can't even remember. I I watched it. Wasn't even... it Sydney's brother? Was it? I think so. Ugh. Or maybe that's Scream Four. I, I can't remember. I Scream Three's not very memorable to me. Yeah, I remember the beginning. And the I, I know uh, Scream Two is parts. Billy's mom. Yeah. And uh, Timothy Oliphant. For fuck's sake, we've talked about this like a hundred times. I think that is his name. (laughs) I I know it's something similar. I think it... Oliphant, I think. That sounds a little more right. Anyway, 
Yeah, Stu, I think he's coming back in Scream 6. Um, they, uh, yeah, they definitely don't sh confirm his death. I truly think that the, the, the actor that Jack Quaid plays, um, the, the, like, the guy, the boyfriend in Scream 6, who turns, oh. or Scream 5, who yeah, turns yeah, out yeah. to be one of the killers. I don't remember if he dies. I think he dies. He died, yeah. But I, they th both did. I think he is Stu's son. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they confirmed the... they killed Bill, uh, Stu's cousin. He was yeah. like the random kill. Because the, the main girl is Billy's daughter. Right. And it would make sense that, you know, Stu's son yeah. found Billy's daughter. That's true. I think that would be cool. I think Stu's coming back regardless. I would hope so. Um, I, I think Lillard would be always down. I think he's, he's just... He's like, just happy to have a job. Spoiler, if you haven't seen Scream 5, Dewey is dead. Um, I think without Dewey and Nev apparently isn't coming back for yeah, 6. Yeah, she's not going to be in it. And the main actress, unless she steps it up, or they write her a lot better, is not holding up. Jenna Ortega? Whoever she was. Yeah. I, she, her story was just rough. I liked her, but... I think the story was worse, but the, I don't think she The main she could... thing is, like, Scream has always been about Sydney, so starting this new story is kind of tough. Right. Um, but well, I think, I think, I think with, with the help of, like, Stu for the nostalgia, Stu and Gail, maybe, it would help a lot. Well, my... Gail, I'm over Gail. Uh, my 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 bigger issue is the younger dot the younger sister was way more entertaining than the older sister. Yeah, I liked I her way more. And yeah, I would much rather see more of her than the older. But god damn it, I loved the new Scream. It was good. I liked it I'm a lot so more than I thought I would. I'm so excited. For we'll see. I mean, it's. I'm I'm okay. worried about how soon it is coming out. Yeah, but um, either that means they wrote a full story and they're just banging through it, or they're just banging a movie out for a profit yeah which definitely could be yeah but um yeah what what's scream out of 10 for you scream uh, that's a definite scream hmm perfect it's a one right no oh <laughs> i you we already know what it's getting for me so what's it getting for you just, i want to hear your 10 out of 10 yeah it's a bang. 10 out of 10 yeah 10 out of 10 scream banger bombs just niggity bang bang it's the whole Come on me dad the little <laughs> whole reason I wanted to start Scarify was yeah. so I could talk about Scream. Uh, it's a solid, like, I, I can't deny. This is a good movie. I like these. I like this series. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a solid 7, 8 out of 10 for a horror movie, for sure. Mm -hmm. It, it, and, I, and as a late watcher, even, you know, what, fuck, 20 years after this movie came out, yeah. it held up and almost, still broke the rules that shouldn't 30. have. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a good movie. Very it, well done. It, it really avoids the slasher thing where it doesn't get stale. Right. Um, because I think the original four movies came out so far apart. It was like 96. I think the next one might have came out in like 98. Then it was like 0102, I think. I would even like... When when I when you talk about slasher and stale, I think like even in one movie, I pick any slasher, the whole mid is just a, a lull of yeah. story. Yeah. They they don't have this issue in these movies because they're everything's a red herring, so everything has some level of intensity. Because it doesn't matter. It's just like it, get figure out whatever you want. This is gonna be the answer, but this is all plausible. It's like the movie Clue. Everything is an answer until it's not. And it's almost it's like almost based in comedy. So yeah. when when there's jokes, it's not cringy. Yeah. No, they they have a very good fine line they they walk. And I like Ghostface as. In, an icon uh, I I put Ghostface above any Jason or Michael or Freddy 
I'll take Ghostface any day, like goddamn week. The buck knife is just so. It is a very iconic knife. Ghostface himself, I have uh, a. That category matters a lot of what we're talking about. So, my my favorite thing about Ghostface is it can be anybody. I like that. Uh, Again, I think it's. Are we talking about watchability of movies? Or are we putting character against character? There's a whole lot of well, character different scenarios. If we're if we're fighting, Ghostface loses every, every time because he's just a guy, <laughs> and or a girl sometimes. You're right. It's just a person. You're right. Um, but if we're just going like watchability, I'm taking Ghostface any day of the week. Yeah, I would say like put up Nightmare, put up Halloween, put up Friday up scream i like seeing the killer get hurt <laughs> yeah well it just it's it's again that fine lane of believable and funny because mm-hmm. like i laughed my ass off every time he fell down the stairs yeah. or whatever i was like what the fuck well, he spends the whole the first time i watched it i said that i was like he spends the whole time on his back yeah i didn't realize it was a joke and then once i think we talked about it, i was like well shit that's the best and in in Scream Five, he is, is more like menacing. Yeah, I, I um, would say he. That's my least favorite version, but the movie is but just it so good. Works like in the opening scene, he cuts off fingers. Like right, it's a menacing. Is I think the best way mm-hmm. to put it. It's a much more brutal version of the character that we've seen so far. And it makes and it sense fits. because yeah. you know it's it's all about like bringing the horror back into this generation because. They want more stab movies, right? It just works for what their what their goal is. But yeah, Scream's ten out of ten for me. I think you said seven to eight. Um, and uh, I think I think that's it for Screamtober Scarapy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another session of Scarapy because Scream is too perfect. Nope, can't end on that. <laughs> Try again. Because Zach is done with Scream. I'll watch it again. Keep going. Because Zach... Give me an outro that matters. Zach needs to ad-lib me because I'm tired. Oh. (laughs) Stab that like button. Stab that stab, 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 stab. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another session of (laughs) Scarapy because Scream is too damn expensive. Yes. (laughs) And our session's up. Goodbye.